spread the truth. Document it. Prove it. Make it irrefutable and you too will become dangerous to those who admire us in lies and enslave us in socialism. But because they are lying, it's possible to expose them. And this is their Achilles heel. By comparison, we have nothing to hide, therefore we have no reason to lie. And we wouldn't want to even if we could. Truth is a far superior weapon than deceit. It's a weapon which is denied to them. And in the end, it will be the decisive weapon that destroys them completely. Let's go. It's Friday, everybody. Welcome back. Thank you so much for joining us on this beautiful Freya's dog this Friday, June 18th. So happy Juneteenth, uh, Lana. Oh, my gosh. It's almost midsummer. How did we miss that? I can't believe it's <laughs> June 20, 21. It's Jeez, Monday. That's, that's Monday. Yeah, like a so couple days away. I'll, Darn. I'll, I'll have to I have to do a cozy stream on Monday then just hang out. We'll watch some uh, cool videos about the uh, about the day and I'll find some good stuff. Uh, I don't think you'll be able to join us because we don't have anybody who can uh, sit. Well, we didn't plan for it. That's why. I, uh, well, Usually know, Mondays we take off because Mondays usually suck. <laughs> right? so and they're like, so busy for us over the weekends, Mondays too. Off. That's why. So, yeah, you know, got to exactly. have one day off at least. I, I get one day. I get one day. By the way, I want to say, you know, G. Edward Griffin, who was in the, the beginning there of our little intro, he just spoke at the Red Pill Expo. I think it was in one of the Dakotas there. Uh, we, we should definitely get him back. Yeah, uh, he was uh, talking yeah, about communism to, yeah. and stuff like that. But we know a... A certain person who was going to emcee the event, and uh, I won't say his name, and then he was canceled by the Red Pilled Expo because SPLC wrote a some bullshit what? paragraph about him. So, you know, those edgy Red Pilled uh, conspiracy theorists oh my God. <laughs> at the not, Red Pill Expo. Not based and Red Pilled. Oh, my God. In other words. So cringe. Let's, I know. Let's fold to the anti-white communists. Yeah, that's uh, that's all, that ought to help. And G. Edward Griffin was the how far do you want to shove the dildo? Uh, yeah. And G. Edward Griffin was one of the guys that like went to bat for him. Like, what are you what are you talking about? Like, who cares about the SPLC? Red pilled yeah, my I, ass. Uh, I mean, so typical. Like some of those truthers are a little behind. G. Uh, G Edward Griffin is he's a he's a based uh, he's a base boomer. I mean, what can you say? Yeah, like, he's he, good. Like, he, know, he knows some stuff. He hasn't spent too much on you know, but he he knows. Uh, I think he knows. He knows stuff. He, he, he knows stuff. Uh, and also, yeah. we have to give a shout out to this uh, the little title here that we're going with the uh, <laughs> uh, Soviet Weimar. Soviet right? Weimar. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I was talking to a friend, hi, uh, beforehand, and she said on Telegram she had seen something. I was like, hey, that's a good idea. Mm -hmm. Socially, Weimar, politically Soviet. So I was lit. It must be one of those hundredth monkey things because I was literally like our current system. Not is shitting that, you. Right? Like two days ago, I was like, I need a word that's like combines those. And two then things, I said, right? uh, Soviet Weimar. <laughs> that's maybe that's so. it's easy enough, right? Easy enough. Yeah, but yeah, that anyway. about describes it. Uh, so. And then a little bit later, we're going to talk about the harbingers of revolution. Right? We're actually in a very interesting. Uh, if you believe in cyclical kind of repetition, yes, uh, both of uh, geopolitical events, but also bigger historical cycles and stuff like that. 
the period we're in right now is a convergence of three big, not not major cycles. I mean, we've especially in the old shows and stuff we talked about literally like 11,500 year cycles uh-huh. and shit like this. Like, you know, major cataclysmic, like cycle, re- repetitive kind of uh, things that we can see in the archaeological record. Uh, but uh, if we scale that down a bit, uh, the smallest cycle is about 80 years. Um, I, I, one is the, was it the fourth turning is kind of one, uh, one way of looking at this too. I looked into a little bit that the other day. Uh, but, uh, you know, the average lifespan is around 80. So things tend to repeat themselves in generations like that. But anyway, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll talk more about oh, that later. Oh, it's definitely repeating. It is definitely repeating. Break, is it even possible to break that cycle? I don't know. It just keeps doing the uh, same I don't know. It's, thing. We're in, a, we're, in a, we're in a time loop and mm-hmm. this is a simulation. I remember so, I gave a speech a gay, about that. At it's the, a uh, gay simulation. American Renaissance Conference. That's what my speech was about. Uh, that's right. A yeah, couple yeah, years yeah. ago now. That's right. That's right. That is not on YouTube. Uh, <laughs> if you want to join, join us today a couple of ways, you can do so. EntropyStream.live slash Red Ice TV helps to support the show as well. So we uh, thank you for participating, taking part in the show. We'll read your comment on air. We do have also Trovo.live slash Red Ice, and I always try to keep one eye over there. Uh, a lot of you guys are over there. Thank you for sending spells. I do appreciate it. Uh, who do we have over there? Patriot of the North sending an on-fire spell. Same thing with Jerombo. Thank you, boys. Uh, what do we have? Intern- Intranet Explorer with a stay safe. One from Brad C. as well. Hans Guy G- Hans Guterian uh, with a on-fire spell. Thank you so much for that. couple more unclear. Uh, what do we have? LT sending some as well. Thank you. Blood of Tyrants. Um, and Hatchet JYT. Thank you, boys. Roar and Windfire as well. Uh, nice. Yeah. Uh, Jimmy Fallis. Hello, Henrik and Lana. Good to see you. Oops. And then uh, it bounced. I hope you're doing well and surviving the heats. Yeah. Yes, surviving the heat. I got a little allergies. You know, I haven't been. It's funny because I used to have that living in Bend, Oregon, and then we left the West Coast for a long time. And then coming back to Idaho, I'm like, oh, I do feel a little bit of allergies going on, but I'll survive. It's all right. Uh, Future Street. Buy, see, chair, 10. Sorry. Huh? Uh, I don't know. I don't understand. <laughs> I'm just by, reading what it says there. By C Chair by T. By C Chair 10. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, I'm, I'm missing something. Is that something, an acronym for something? Uh, it's got to be, and it just went over my head. Hey, we're boomers Sorry. here. Uh, future Street. <laughs> I'll have to look into that. Jewing <laughs> uh, McJuju, with Midsummer being a celebration of fertility, any more beautiful white babies on the way? As I say, you guys have at least one to go. I definitely want another one. <laughs> yeah, we, uh, we do want more. And a lot of friends that I have around here have a lot of kids, so it's definitely inspiring. And I notice when people hang out with people that have a lot of kids, they tend to have more kids because it's just it kind of norm, it's, it's the norm. And yeah. they all hang out together, and they're friends, and it's really beautiful. Yeah. And Brad Grimba, Freedom Shekels. Thank you, Brad. Thank you so much. Well, it's good to see you. Thank you for the big dono, Brad. Really appreciate it. Hope you're doing well, man. Um, all right. Uh, cash bang over on Trovo from Brad C. Thank you, sir. Appreciate that. Uh, and again, thank you to those of you sending, uh, uh, you know, spells over on Trovo. Uh, I'll try good to keep ones. an eye out for uh, the colorful chats over on Trovo, too. Um, okay. I guess we have one more that we can show real quick. Uh, Odyssey. Odyssey.com slash at red eyes tv slash live and i'll keep an eye on that too you can swap some of your crypto and then you can send uh, library tokens to us over there so that's cool. uh, another way and uh, you can chat at the same time uh all right we mentioned g edward griffin 
Talking about based boomers right here. Another, I think he's kind of. They're kind of based. In I a way, remember right? these McCloskey's, guys. The, the McCloskey's. B- BLM crowd that stormed their house right yeah. past their gate, and one of them pointed a gun. I guess the gun wasn't even operational, right? Well, or hers or whatever. Hers, hers was. Right. It was like a museum exhibit. Yeah. But uh, anyway, <laughs> but so they got in trouble for that. Right? Check it. <laughs> so of course, Twitter hided this, right? So he's running for. He's gonna, he's run for this video. Is is funny though. It's I mean, that's pretty it's, funny. Wow, it's this, boomer uh, time. Ar. Um, but yeah, so they, they of course. I hid that behind. A, a, it might be potentially sensitive. So anyway, view. Let's uh, let's check it out. Are you ready? Are you ready for this? <laughs> Not exactly my first choice, but yeah. Boomers. Uh, this is good stuff. My name is Mark McCloskey. A year ago, an angry mob crashed through my gate and yes, threatened my life, my family, and my home. And I stood on the front porch with my AR-15 and I backed the mob down. Well, recently, the prosecutor has dropped the charges against me, except for a claim that I purposely placed other people in imminent fear of physical harm. And by God, I did. And anytime (laughs) they come to threaten me, I'll do the same thing again and again and again to protect myself, my home, my family, and our rights as human beings. A vote for McCloskey is a vote for standing your ground. Vote for me and we'll never back down. (laughs) And then he should have ended with, White power. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's, that's, that's pretty much think. what the left sees. That, that's all they see. Like, oh, my God, this uh, he thinks he, oh the God, white race is, white is superior. Yeah. Put him yeah. in jail. Under these new clauses that the White House is bringing in. Can we put He's him in jail He's a domestic somehow? terrorist. He can't I like, run. It's funny. She's kind of, she has a funny look, the way she smiles and stuff. Yeah, it looks like she's just kind of frozen. It looks like maybe she had some Botox or something <laughs> since maybe. I saw her. <laughs> so she can't really make many uh, yeah, facial expressions. Over on Odyssey, we have uh, Elrond Durzing Flashback Friday, the perfect white boy summer night. There you go. Thank you, sir. Zuversicht, uh, Zuversicht, maybe 25 tokens. Thank you. Keep up the good work. Thank you. Appreciate that. And five from uh, Zigne. The Sorry, I butchered that. Thank you. Appreciate that. Um, okay, what else do we have here? We have a lot of stories today. Yeah. So, uh, that's right. I beat myself to the punch here. So, no go zone. We talked about this, right? The, the, the insurrection day gay op by the FBI set up, right? All this stuff regarding the Capitol riots on January 6th. All this, there was a glowy operation. We talked about this when it happened. People who were there said there was a lot of uh, sketchy people that seemed not right, not part of uh, the protesters, like infiltrators, right? Yeah. So we played in the no-go zone Wednesday. I played the clip by Tucker. And then, of course, it was, it's was it been spurg outs for two days in a row by the, the media, right? So let's show the latest segment to kind of follow up on, on what's happening. It's overall, I mean, got, Tucker's very... It's very frustrating on, on some issues, but on other issues, he's very, very good, right? And so finally, he's bringing this idea to a wider audience, which we think is very, very good, right? So this is what he said in his latest incarnation after all of the media spurred out and said, you basically, you, can, you can't, no, this this is a conspiracy theory. There has never been FBI sting operations. There have never <laughs> been informants that are setting people up. This is just a conspiracy theory. Uh, check out his segment here. Well, there's been an enormous amount of hyperventilating in Washington over a segment we did two nights ago in which we pointed out that there were pretty clearly a number of people in the crowd at the Capitol on January 6th who had been in previous contact with the FBI about what was going to happen that day. Some of them may have encouraged others at the scene to commit crimes. Now, if that happened, and we believe it did happen, it would not be out of character for the FBI. They've done things very much like that before. That is beyond dispute. But in this case, they are disputing it, not the FBI directly. They haven't said a word. 
But the obedient minions of the national security state who run the social media accounts of the New York Times and occupy the anchor desks at CNN, they became hysterical when we mentioned it. You can't say that, they screamed. That's not allowed. The geniuses at Twitter weighed in to inform us that the people we had described as agents of the FBI were, in fact, just FBI informants. So shut up. Hilarious. But we won't shut up, and we shouldn't. It could not be more obvious at this point that the government is, in fact, hiding something, probably quite a few things. So best to abandon theatrics and find out what they are hiding. That's our job. To many in corporate media who claim that we are spreading Russian disinformation, instead, please calmly answer these three questions. First, how many of the so-called insurrectionists on January 6th had a relationship with the FBI? How many of these FBI moles encouraged others that day to break the law at the Capitol? We haven't heard anyone answer these questions or even address them. If the answer is none, if none of the protesters were secretly working with the FBI that day, then we were wrong and we will apologize for it sincerely. We'll admit it immediately. But if the answer is not none, and we're pretty sure it isn't none, then people who claim otherwise are liars and hacks and should leave the public stage immediately because they have betrayed their readers and viewers. Two, if the Justice Department knew there were going to be protesters massing at the Capitol that day, and it's clear they did know, then why didn't they do anything to stop the riot? Why did police at the Capitol allow protesters to walk in, as video shows that they did? That doesn't make sense. What's going on here? Why is no one asking that question? Third and finally, why can't we see the tape for ourselves? The government is hiding more than 14,000 hours of video surveillance tape that shows exactly what did happen at the Capitol that day. Why are they hiding that? And why aren't news organizations demanding to see it? You'd hate to think that NBC News, for example, or Vox, or The Atlantic, or The Washington Post, or The Daily Beast, or The New York Times, or any of them, are in fact working to protect the regime mm -hmm. at the expense of the public. Yes, they are. But yeah. unfortunately, we are starting to conclude that. Please prove us wrong. Uh, they they won't, right? <laughs> yeah. And of course, this harkens back to that original piece uh, from Revolver, very good piece, uh, talking about these unindicted co-conspirators. Uh, in this case, American Greatness had a piece about this too, who let the Capitol protesters into the building on January 6th. Uh, some of the videos <laughs> that we've been showing, let me pull mm -hmm. that down of them just walking, uh, literally opening the doors, being let straight in, right? And then, mm -hmm. of course, keep in mind, not only the Capitol Police there opened the gates, uh, many of them were let in, they were having conversation with them. Much of this, I think, is, is what's going to be exposed and shown in some of this video material, although we already have a lot to, to demonstrate that, yeah, they're, they're just, they're just letting them walk right in. Yep, yeah, they're standing down they, because this was because this was a gay op. And I believe, and, and, I, and I could be wrong, there could be some people who are not federal informants or agents uh, that did violence against uh, some of the police officers or they stole something or they smashed a window or something like that, right? Uh, but I think also most of it, most of the hype and the kind of the, the anger and the violence, I believe, was hyped up by oh, yeah. federal agents for the mm -hmm. most part, right? And so they were let in and they were uh, taken on a little tourist. There's uh, a photographer you know. coming out with his mask. So you know, yeah, but all the media that we showed yeah. you that were in there, yeah. there's like independent media, though, are ending up being charged federally for crimes of trespass. But Reuters could be in there. AP could be in there with all yeah. the photographs. Remember that one exactly. uh, shot with the, what is it called, the shaman or whatever, the Dom Q guy? 
there's like 15 photographers and just him in one of the shots, right? Uh, but anyway, so the, the, that's not the point. The point here is just this is just a recap like of, of what's happening and what's going on here. But what Tucker needs to understand, what he mentions about the media, is that the media is the intelligence service, more or less now, yeah. right? They, they are not only bootlickers, many of them are bootlickers because they're not in on it. I'm not trying to argue that every single person in the media is an intelligence assets or working for uh, you know intelligence services, but the, the reality is that many of them are. And many of them have become under the thumb of the uh, establishment and the regime, and most media outlets have just become teleprompt readers and they they just read uh, White House uh, press release statements, right? And and they just repeat that, right? But there are a couple of articles on this here too. We can go back to things such as Operation Mockingbird and today it probably has a different name, it, but it's the same idea. It's, you know, intelligence and even military uh, agents that are like working. There was a story a few years ago come out. CNN had like, th I think, three to five military people working for them, intelligence operatives right. and stuff like that. Uh, the spies who came into the TV studio, and they, they go through just how many former like CIA directors and spooks and stuff like that. That's part of these networks, right? We're talking about NBC, CNN, uh, you know, Daily Beast, all these outlets, right? So the, I'm not going to go through all the details, but a lot of them are there. They're working on the CBS News. Uh, spies are the new journalists. Mm -hmm. This is Tablet Magazine even, right? Um, the media is now openly entwined with the national security establishment in a manner that would have been unimaginable before the advent of the age of the dossier. The literally forgery by the FBI used as evidence to spy on the Trump team. In coordinating with perpetrator of the Russiagate hoax on the American public, the media and intelligence officials have forged a relationship in which the two partners look out for the other's professional and political interests. Not the least of all, they target shared adv adversaries and protect mutual friends. Right? Mm -hmm. This is a this is a, a no-brainer. But yeah. uh, if you need a reminder, Tucker, that's why <laughs> they're they're attacking you because you're exposing part of their their gay op game. Right? So so remember that. Right? And we saw a lot of this kind of stuff too, guys. Guys, agents and informants basically can't be co-conspirators. <laughs> and this has been the law for a while now. Each, uh, and he cites a case there, United States versus Rodriguez back in 1985. Oh, so you're saying, you're saying that this whole establishment and system that has spent nothing but the last, what, three, probably been more years attacking law enforcement as white supremacists, at racism. They have even exposed all these Muslim sting operations. The media did a soul-searching campaign after in, the, in the wake of all of this, right? And then you have agents like Fugliucci, the, the, the ex-intelligence guy, sitting on TV talking about, yeah, we should rope out people. And in fact, we are doing that now. We're looking into that, right? So they're, now they're pretending that the law, law, law enforcement can never do something that's illegal or wrong, right? It's good. They will always obey the law, and so therefore it can't be, can't be true. But that also predicated on the idea that these informants get caught so that we find out that they are informants. Yeah. The very nature of being undercover is that you're not. The point is not for you to be found out. You go in, you do your thing, you get out, and then you've you know you frame people or whatever your job. And is, they're right? never so, going to admit to. I see Republicans are saying you know we and it's good that they're making a ruckus about it, but we demand to know what agents were there, what they were doing, uh, what groups they were a part of, and stuff. They're not going to just be like, oh okay, you know here 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 were our guys, and here's what we told them to do. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Unfortunately, right. <laughs> uh, and here's just here's just one example, right? That, that is much of this. Many of this, right? But remember, a lot of people were like, "We got to invade the." Even during the Trump speech, and let's uh, break into the Capitol, and you know, shit like that was like th you know thrown out. And it's like, could could have been organic and, and and a genuine real person? Sure, I mean, sure. But what what are the odds, right? I mean, the the, the most likely 
scenario here is that the intelligence apparatus they want to trump out and then want to frame his supporters right anyway just look at this clip here real quick No. No, he, he got out right. And, and then here's here he shows up, right? Look at this. He turns around his baseball hat, which is the way that the some of the Antifa infiltrators too said that they were gonna be dressed, right? Turn your he's hat on the back side. He's yep. whispering. Yep. They let that happen right there. Police could have stopped that if they wanted to, but they didn't. You get the idea. It's just one example, just yeah, one tiny little exactly. example. How many of these are there? We, we don't e we don't even know, right? Uh, Roar over on uh, Trouble says Germany is now refocusing on its forgotten colonial crimes. That's right. We covered that in the uh, Weekend Warrior show. Remember the segment of uh, on Germany towards what was it? Uh, was it uh, Zimbabwe? What, which country was it again? They're like, yeah, we're going to repay uh, like billions. We're going to rebuild your infrastructure oh, and all yeah. kinds of crazy oh, stuff, yeah. right? Exactly. Anyway, uh, a couple of hypes from Ragnar. Thank you for that, sir. Appreciate that. Uh, some spells from uh, 3737 as well. Thank you. A uh, rose, a couple of roses from Spoon Lord and uh, Nick, uh, a couple of other spells. Lana, do you have anything there? Uh, Future Street. I'm I'm very sorry. Very low Swedish wordplay. Oh, the thing I was trying to read earlier. I thought Henrik would get it. You were Wait. no boomer. I'm just in, me, in mature, immature. Okay. Uh, was it by C Chair 10? By C chair ten. Yeah, is that something in Swedish Gosh. you should know if it's translated? I don't know. Let me think about that okay. for a moment. Uh, Midnight Sun, I happen to notice that nearly <laughs> all of our political adversaries worship at the temple. <clears throat> if six million of our based people move to Greater Idaho, we could actually have political capital to fight back. Yeah, let's take over uh, Moscow. <clears throat> uh, get get in on Boise. Uh, Standpoint. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Cuck free zone. Aryan shekels. Thank you very much. You. Uh, Jimmy Fellis, the fourth estate is the fifth column. It, it is. Yeah. It is. Uh, it is the undermining, undermining arm of the apparatus. As <laughs> Blas de Lezo, as a rule of thumb, always assume it's a government false flag gay op unless proven otherwise. Yeah. Pretty much. Yep. Exactly. At this point, especially. And there's going to be more of that. We'll talk about their strategy yep. coming up. Uh, right. Michael, 57 DE, hail Henrik and Lana, hail the gods, hail our Vogue. Have to made Wotan proud today, or have made Wotan proud today. I'm sure you have. 14 for 14 words. Thank you, sir. Very good. Let me, as an introduction to this, let me play the RT segment that they did on this, on the, on the, on the so-called white supremacist terrorist threat. Uh, the US government has now turned on its own population. It's, it's official, right? It, we've talked about this. This has been in the works. It's been rumors. It's been feds. All these different agencies have been talking about this, and we knew about vanilla ISIS and white Al-Qaeda and all that stuff, right? But it's interesting because the guy at RT here, uh, Maupin, what's his name again? Uh, Kalen Maupin or whatever. Uh, he is a communist, uh, and sometimes he does some good segments, and sometimes he does worse segments. But he's kind of alluding to this too. That it's like this is he, he's not really outspoken. He could have said a lot more about this, but he's kind of low key about it. But suggest at least that like 
it has never turned out good whenever the, the the U.S. government sets its aim on one of these groups. Whether even look at the war on terror, for example, right? It's been a disaster. Of course, we that's also the point of it, right? Uh, but check out this, and then we'll go into some detail. I know you have some details about this, Lana, uh, on the White House report here of uh, turning on so-called domestic t- white domestic terrorists. <laughs> here we go. With the Biden-Putin summit as headline news, back home there have been some pretty big developments. The U.S. government has launched a war on terror at home. The first ever national strategy for fighting domestic terrorism has been rolled out and white supremacy is listed as the number one threat. The two most lethal elements of the domestic violence extremist threat are racially or ethnically motivated violent extremists and militia violent extremists. In the FBI's view, the top domestic violent extremist threat comes from racially or ethnically motivated violent extremists specifically those who advocated for the superiority of the white race. Oh, come on. How many, people, yeah, yeah. how many people do that? How many How many people do you know that are like, hey, old brother, the white race is superior. You know, I mean, it's just so cheesy. Like, how many people realistically in America talk like that, let alone have any kind of power or are organizing? So the reason why they're doing this is so that it will be legitimized in the eyes of other people who is like, well, we can't have uh, white supremacists running around and, and committing violence against people. And then, you again, when you drill down in, in definitions and even the documents here, it's like, wait a minute, this is very fuzzy. And we know as well that they shift, they, they use this uh, term of like incitement. Well, it could lead to someone doing something because you said something, and yeah. so therefore you're a terrorist, right? So Which this is document is full of that. Uh, and, let and, me play the rest okay. of, the, of the clip down, and we'll, we'll, we'll get to it. But uh, He check says out this. it will it's, help it's reunify the country. This is a project that should unite all Americans. <laughs> <Help> you, <together laughs> unite unite the country. By blaming white people. Yeah. has no place in our society. <clears throat> we must work to root out the hatreds that can too often drive violence. In the name of unity, Biden is urging Americans to report on their friends and family so that yeah, they can snitch. be de-radicalized. And Americans Jeez. are already doing <laughs> that. In a, Over in a camp? 100,000 yeah. pieces of digital media have already been provided to the FBI by the U.S. public in it's order like to help them investigate the yeah. January 6th Capitol riots. Those who are family members or friends or co-workers know that there are pathways and avenues to raise concerns and seek help for those they have perceived to be radicalizing and potentially radicalizing towards <laughs> violence. Yep. Which is basically Biden just disagreeing with liberals. He plans to work with social media companies yeah. to help fight disinformation and to educate the public. We are working with the social media companies to be able to better identify the false narratives, <laughs> to be able to identify disinformation and misinformation. and. Okay. <laughs> this is what so is dis- U- what does disinformation USSA. and misinformation has to do with violent white supremacy terrorism? Right? Think about that. And, and and we know that it's like they're connecting COVID questioning if you have questions about the vaccine or maybe you think that the lockdowns were overreach and completely insane and that's you have other information about that's that. Their, that's their their keyword. That's now yeah. dangerous, right? So uh, <laughs> last last bit here at the end. Let me play with my, he does a little interview there, but let me let me skip past that. Just the last 30 seconds here. His conclusion is pretty good here. You know, uh, unsavory things on the Internet or drunk at a bar or something, right? Uh, And I think we will see a lot of those cases. Now, the original war on terror did not work out so well. Terrorist groups have gotten bigger and stronger since it began. Many are looking on and wondering exactly how successful we should expect these new operations launched within U.S. borders to be. Caleb Maupin, RT. 
Are you suggesting, Caleb, that then, are you saying the white supremacists will grow stronger and bigger yeah, as a what consequence is, what is of this? Yeah, what is he saying there? He's very exactly. shady in this like, way. He, he just can't say, this is a blatant overreach and target. They're, they're kind of alluding to it, but he, he won't just say that. Like, this is insanity. It should be stopped. It was wrong when it was done towards Muslims, and it's also wrong when it done, is done towards white people who are nationalist or have political different views, basically, right? Or they, want, don't, they just don't want to be erased, <laughs> right? They just... I don't want my kids to be a minority in their own country. How well, about that? It gets you know? better in this document. It's even being critical about uh, capitalism. Yes. <laughs> the strategy to stop domestic terrorism. It's nothing new. Things that we've already known about. But, of course, in this document, the only people who have the potential of being a domestic terrorist are people on the right or even right-leaning. Just right-leaning. They give a tiny mention about environmentalists. But, Henrik, you said that's probably white people anyway. Nothing about communist groups, black power groups, Latino extremist groups, or any lefty groups at all. And we're not so. surprised this is Soviet Weimar. Uh, but with all the things going on in the world and all that the U.S. government meddles in, the two categories they focus on for being the biggest terrorist threats are, one, as he said, racially or ethnically motivated violent extremists who advocate for the superiority of the white race because there's so many of those around now when you go through this document you realize that it's just being a patriot makes you a white supremacist i mean if you just are against anything they say you're advocating for the superiority of the white race i mean this is this is how absurd it is b anti-government or anti-authority violent extremists not antifas though just patriots and other freedom-minded groups so questioning the government they say in yep. this questioning yep. Yep. being a, a, an anarchist except not antifa it's not mentioned here no so their strategy address online terrorist recruitment now they say recruitment all the time throughout this and recruitment means henrik you and i are doing a show and people are listening That's you're recruiting. guilty of recruitment right you're mobilizing people and you're recruiting this is this is how insane it is so now they're going they're going to rely on government-backed censorship they're teaming up with big tech so now we know that they've already been a part of that but it's going to be in the open and they call citizens just telling the truth and having conversations together, recruitment that has the potential to incite violence. It's almost like they want this pre-crime unit. But the thing is, there's no crime <laughs> done here yeah, yeah. other than thinking. And then, too, they want to they want to prevent recruitment and mobilization to stop citizens from meeting up to discuss politics mm -hmm, in their country, mm -hmm. engaging in democracy. But. They also want to stop nationalists. They were complaining in this how nationalists are going from America uh, and overseas and meeting other nationalists. Yeah, so if you meet up with some of your friends, uh, that's international terrorism now. Yeah, it because it's Interpol getting involved. Exactly. And, uh, anyway, go on. Yeah. So basically, they want to they want to label some groups overseas in this as terrorists for that purpose. So yeah, exactly. like, oh, you're yep. fraternizing yep. with terrorists, yep. right? That's right. And then, of course, more Fed agitators. Uh, they're going to create more groups because uh, they're talking about disrupting these groups, disrupting and interrupting was a lingo they had in there. So. More manufactured violence, uh, more false flags set up by yep. the FBI of innocent people. That's going to be the their disrupting of groups, which means basically more feds all over the place. They're getting $100 million for this, right? And they're probably watching Only. right now. <laughs> I hope you learned Hi, something. Fed. Yeah. And then you're more, working for the wrong guys. Just <laughs> more so you know, information sharing. It's not going to work. It worked out for you long term. They've just set up that. exactly. They've set up this whole system between various enforcement groups to uh, basically spy and track on certain people, yeah. identify people who might 
who might impose a risk. Now, of course, it's, it's minority. A report. risk is it's just pre, us, it's pre us talking about the truth. Yep. It is all it's all those buzzwords that they use, yep. right? Yep. Uh, it's it's just a bunch of bull. And then they had this section about rooting out bigotry and racism in the police the military and other government branches of finding white supremacists and how they're going to screen people better and they're going to question them this whole set of questionnaires so, so checking that's, their online history that's when like the bolshevik revolution was like remove those who could potentially uh, stop what we're how we want to try to use the government against right our own people yeah. kind of they get those out of the way so that we have an obedient slave class of managerial Law enforcement That's officers, right. they will just do what they're told. The right? American Bolshevik, right? When the first question they'll probably ask all those people is, were you a Trump supporter? <laughs> you know have what you, I mean? Have you ever? And that, but then it's at the same time, it's just like, we got to protect our country. You're not a patriot, are you? Yeah, right? exactly. That's literally you don't like care the, about the, the, America, yeah, do you, you? You can't care about America or being a nationalist. That's wrong, you see. Uh, <laughs> but uh, but go America. We, it's our job to protect. You know. <laughs> so then they had this hilarious I, I paragraph it. about how only violent extremist domestic terrorists oppose capitalism. <laughs> yeah. Corporate globalization. Okay. Now, Antifa does this, but they're not listed anywhere here. No. Right. Of uh, not. If you oppose anything government institutions do, if you're challenging the government authority, they even mentioned look, look the peaceful group of the, hold on, the sovereign citizens. Uh, they yeah, called right, them yeah. violent extremists. Yep. We know some of, some of the people, like some of the bigger names behind the sovereign citizens movement, and they're completely peaceful, everything they advocate for. Yeah. So it's total bullshit. They just lie. The definition yeah. of domestic terrorism in our laws make no distinction based on political views. Oh, <laughs> sure. Left, right, or center. Well, it's funny you say you go to that too because they say, oh, but don't worry. We're still going to respect uh, freedom of speech oh, of throughout this Absolutely. hysterical don't witch worry. hunt for thought criminals. Of, of course, of course, don't worry. <laughs> We're just looking for the violent ones. And of course, that means those who, who say things we don't agree with. And it's basically whatever they say it is, domestic terrorism. Yeah. It's whatever they say it is, yeah. and, and only and white people to, can be change. guilty of it. It will, it will be as, as fluid as this gender nonsense they're trying to push exactly. down our throats. It will just be whatever we want it to be at a specific time uh, just to fit our needs. If you're white and you don't get in with, get in with any part of this globalist, anti-white, Soviet Weimar agenda. You are a white supremacist mm -hmm. who advocates for the superiority of the white race. That yep. is literally <laughs> what they're weaving in here. It's so transparent and stupid, and so many people see through it. Only fools who never matter are going to buy this crap, really. And, it, and, it, and it's this... If you just if you come to this from a from a, from a defensive perspective in the sense that like no, I feel that we are as white people are being discriminated against. We are to a certain extent being attacked in in mainstream media. There's a very heightened narrative against us. You're advocating and for this superiority. Is leading to violence. It's leading to discrimination. It's leading to hatred. That is now seen as an offensive. Uh, a dangerous uh, approach to these uh, things. We need you to submit and just obey. Let yourself be replaced. Don't oppose. Don't say anything. Don't speak up against this. And just just bow down to whatever we want you to bow down to. Otherwise, yeah. we'll charge you for terrorism. I mean, right? this is complete Soviet Union. You, you've got like, yeah. you're gonna have the secret police storming in. You can't talk about that. And they were basically there is no blaming this. Uh, down on your knees. <laughs> <laughs> they were basically blaming the polarization on people like us. Like we're right. the reason why everything is right. polarized. No, that's a good. We're that's a good. The, uh, we're the, that's if a good only point. we didn't exist, it would all be a kumbaya fest, and all the races would just be you know look, singing look, peaceful songs look, if, under the rainbow. If that kid. If that kid who pointed out that the emperor doesn't have any clothes, 
if we could just hang him here, yeah. you know, by the rafters, then no one would notice, right? If, yeah. if the problem is the person who's noticing or speaking out against the injustices that they think that they see. That must be stopped. The messenger has to be stopped, and that would it would unify the whole country, and no one would ever notice. Maybe, maybe Lana, maybe there's some way we can just with magnetic frequencies, <laughs> electromagnetic fields. Can we control people's brains and, and, I think and they, get they in fear there? That we and, have that kind of power based on or, or, this or, or, or somehow court. chemically lobotomize people so they just will just obey. Is that? There will be peace then, right? Well, I'll tell you what, Henrik, it was a couple years ago, and I remember in some some of our videos where we were kind of half-joking but serious. Like, one day they want to make people like us the domestic terrorist threat for for words, right? Not even not even a crime, but just, oh, you're inciting, oh, you're inciting. That's their favorite go-to buzzword, and there's zero, zero evidence that that... I mean, look at all the shit that they incite. Yeah. Look at all the things that they do. They're actively out there recruiting and getting people and mobilizing, but it's only bad when we have our little shows and we talk to people a- again, about the truth. Some of these sting operations where they literally is like they're providing people with like bomb material yeah, or dirty. they're telling not none of the, some of these things would never have been a thing if intelligence services wasn't there and providing like every step of That's the way, it. right? They're manufacturing all the stuff where yeah. there isn't any. It's kind of like yeah. the SPLC. They're in the business of manufacturing hate. Yeah. Right. And there are some examples of this. Here's just one. Right. And I don't know all the details yet of the case, but I just saw it before the show uh, from National Justice Domestic Terrorism Hoax. FBI frames drug addict. Apparently there was some guy who's hooked on heroin or something like that who left a gas canister in front of a Jewish center. And then they charged him with uh, you're a white supremacy terrorist bomber, basically. And apparently, I, again, I, I don't know any of the details, but apparently this guy had nothing to do uh, b- with the claims that the FBI is making against him. He wasn't intending to do that. The point is, if they don't have any evidence, they will produce it, right? And they will they will frame people. In some regards, they will just make it up. And, and it was he a probably literally just He probably just like ran out of gas and was like, oh, shoot, I'll just leave this canister here for a moment and just uh, go check if there's a gas station around the corner or something. Ooh, uh, okay. And then the police right. like, woo, woo, oh, my God, he's trying to blow up the synagogue. This was the investigative facility. Uh, yeah, no evidence, no problem. This was the investigative philosophy of Special Agent Ryan McConigal of Boston FBI Joint Terrorism Task Force when he accused John Rathbun of being a white supremacist domestic terrorist that had attempted to blow up a Jewish-assisted living facility with a homemade device. Boston FBI Special Agent in charge, Joseph Bonaval Volonta, hailed the arrest as proof that racially motivated violent extremists pose a very real threat, right? So this will fit perfectly into that narrative that the FBI has been pushing for a long time, that even if the, even if we can't find any of these we'll supposed white so, supremacists, right. uh, violent they, extremists, we'll, we'll They we'll do that all the time. Out. Anytime a white guy commits any cri- kind of crime or if there is some kind of shooting or something, they just yeah. automatically call him a white supremacist. Now, we yeah. know just last week there was a, a couple black mass shooters. And some, do they get called black supremacists and have their whole social media feed exposed and scrutinized and... No. Yeah. Again, so I'll, I'll go through the article more later. I just saw it in passing and it was like, oh, look, will you look just at that? That's example. just like a quick example. So right? expect, so, yeah. expect more of this stuff going forward. They're going to try yeah. and set up all kinds of people and be digging in, trying to do all kinds of shady, dirty stuff. Because that's how they play it. Because yep. they they depend on lies. That's yep. the only way that they can forge their agenda and push their agenda through is through lies on top of more lies on top of more lies. And you know what? That takes a lot of work and a lot of effort and a lot of paranoia shutting down all these people who are exposing you all the time. Eventually, 
they're going to run out of gas. They're not going to be able to do it, as we've seen historically with communism. <laughs> it yeah, just doesn't, and many most other people want to be too. free. Most right. people f- yeah. freak out by that stuff. They don't like this uh, secret police and people snitching. And, the, most and, the, Americans and then also like this. this weaved into this, is, as you mentioned, it's a good point that, that it's like this continue. I made the point Wednesday. It's like the resources, the time and the effort and the energy to cover up and silence and shut up yeah. and censor over here and fund these people and do and and, and the, it just snowballs and the lie just grows bigger and bigger and eventually the only thing you can so do can is like start killing people because they're t- saying too many exactly. inconvenient truths and the system it cannot last. It doesn't work. It cannot That's build itself That's why they're so paranoid that. about alt media and the few voices that are still out there talking. Yeah. They yeah. can't. They can't have that one little squeaky voice out mm-hmm. there of truth it's because it's, it's that powerful against it's them. It's Sami's God, and it undermines yeah. the whole structure, right? Uh, so they again, lie this, to shut people down. And yeah. I, I, I'm pretty sure, like a lot of things that have happened to us. Yeah, ADL has been a huge, huge one. But at some point, I remember uh, a year or two transition. I was like, no, this is like FBI behind. Some of the stuff that's happening to us and this re- recent bank bans that have happened to some people i'm like yeah that's got to be part of this whole uh, new document released and trying to shut people down and <clears throat> silence them and ice them out now it's you, you have possible. government getting involved yeah you know? yeah it's pretty crazy um okay let me a uh, couple of these uh super chats here we have over on odyssey uh, out of win 87 false narrative yeah that's right it's it's definitely a false narrative that they're pushing uh did you have any on entropy along uh, yeah quite check? a few cut free zone be yep. careful of the republican party in idaho leaders a former apac dude yeah there's always that there's uh, some yeah. good divisions happening though amongst republicans good republicans and uh some not so good republicans that need to get their butt out dirt rooster the summer solstice is coming it's time to light a bonfire and celebrate our holiday Nemels connect yeah, that's right. That's yeah. right. Good, uh, good time to disconnect from all the nonsense and uh, just uh, get out there, get a get a, get a midsummer's pole up and uh, and thank uh, thank nature and the gods. Of exactly, yep. exactly. Robothink is always here for that red ice big D energy. There you go. Thank Future you, sir. Street. If Lana wants to <laughs> enter Sweden, she must be able to say "sex laxar in lakask." Lax sex sex laxar in laksask. That's right. So was that <laughs> tongue the, twister? Was that the was that what you were alluding to? With the oh, scroll down again. Oh my God, was that? I was what way I'm, down there. Now I'm not going to oh find God. that. Oh God. Okay. <laughs> Obvious. Okay. Sorry. I'm dumb. Thank you, Future Street, for so clarifying that. So what is that, that saying? Because I don't know that. One. Well, it's just it's just one of those you you, tr- you teach your kids so that they will uh, what do you call it? Uh, articulate better, right? Learning the words, tongue twisters. Okay. Now, to, uh, sex in Swedish is not doesn't mean sex in English. The, it's by not, the way, it's not <laughs> like no. It means uh, oh, you mean like what it literally means? Yeah. yeah. It's six. Uh, salmons in a salmon box. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, yeah. See? Yeah. It's, it's cute. The salmon is having sex in this disgusting <laughs> sex box. That's what it means. Yeah. Oh, man. Jimmy Fallis, uh, what Robo Think says, boy, yo, yo, yoing. Even it rain. Wait, isn't the largest terrorist org in the world actually the U.S. government? Do they not terrorize people all over the world? Yes. Yes, correct. It's funny when uh, Biden had this the other day, right? He was like, oh, Putin, they're meddling in our elections and stuff. And like, uh, it's, last record, last someone actually did like an, an actual scientific study. I think America had, had meddled and uh, interfered with over 82 uh, foreign elections around the world. Yeah. Way, oh, but, yeah. Uh, oh, oh, yeah. It's, it's fine. By the it's way, okay in that document, do they had a thing about influencing, basically influencing people for government change if you're on the wrong side is almost domestic terrorism, too. It's in, in other words, it, it will mean 
is if you run as a politician and you influence people to vote for you yeah, and you have terrorist. the wrong opinions, you're a terrorist yeah, and we'll lock you up. That's literally where it was going in that But document. we have to save democracy. Our democratic society, though, right? These are totally uh, not undemocratic forces working here, but, uh, you know, you, you you can use that as an excuse, too. It's amazing. It's yeah. so transparent. Yeah. Hatchet, JYT, the anti-white system, and all who collude with it are the terrorists. Yes, tomorrow, June 19th, the Rosenbergs fried for treason. Guess they were expendable uh, noses to their fellow tribe members in power. <laughs> what was it? What was it? Was it? Yeah, Rosen, was that a, uh, were, were they sentenced to death penalty for, uh, was that, they try to get nuclear? Um, nuclear secrets out to Israel? Was that was that the backstory to that? Do you know uh, if that was the case? Come on, Hatchet. Right. No, I, I, I'm not sure. I think, I think it was. I, I look up to the details, but I'm a little fuzzy on the details on that, but I think that's what it was. And then, of course, uh, ironically, was it uh, Pollard <laughs> did that later, right? Mm -hmm. And wasn't it Trump who let him go or something? Yeah, anyway, he, exactly. Yeah, yeah. He pardoned a bunch of douchebags, right? Yep. Uh, Midnight Sun, I wonder how many more years until we reach that point where a famous 20th century leader once said, we have only to kick in the door and the whole rotten structure will come crashing down. You know, you and I were talking about that uh, earlier, kind of like, we just have to cruise through this and just highlight what we see along the way because it is going to go down and let's face it we want these systems to go down these systems are lost and gone and, and turned on us now so just well, the let po it the point is itself. as well uh, that i like to mention is you don't don't even do anything to, uh, well, well it's going to be commentary along the way, sure, right? Sure, sure. But, but like, don't, don't don't even get involved. I mean, it's just like, we'll, we'll see what happens here, and maybe it will sustain itself, and maybe they'll develop some kind of tr weird transhuman thing, which did, which causes everyone to, you know, you know, whatever, be, be aligned with whatever they want, and we're all, you know, some, our soul are, are sucked out, and we're dead, and, 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 and it <laughs> continues, right? It just, yep, we're, we got obedience, and now it's working again, or whatever. Who, who knows what could happen? But the point is... I think it's like those dominoes, right? You know, the small domino and then the bigger and bigger, bigger one. And and that process has begun, as far as I'm concerned, anyway. And you don't even have to get in there. It's just like you just butter it's up the popcorn, already. back it's back going. off, and don't you know, don't don't do anything, and, and just look at it. Because I think back to that point I mentioned earlier that like more and more problems. Even Putin mentioned this too. Like they accumulate and they grow, and the mm -hmm. more disgruntled people, and then you have the multiracial, multi-religious aspect on top of this, right? Diversity internally in the country. Everybody blames everyone else, or please blames white people, right? Mm -hmm. And that is an issue. You're, you're, you're altering the the S, you're turning your military and the police force into an SJW force and mm -hmm. stuff like all these. It, it's it's not going to work. No, it's, anytime it's, you have to use work. that level of control and tyranny and let's face it, oppressing, and they're going to do a lot more oppressing of white people in the future. That's not a system that's going to last. I, I think I just think that they hope. Uh, I know we're going to talk about critical race theory next, but yeah. I, I know they just hope that they can brainwash the young and all of us will die off and then they'll have the minds of the young and then they could just kind of rewrite history and control them. Yeah. But that's not going to happen. And there's, so. and there's pushback and they're pissed about that too. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Cut free zone, super inferior or a mix of both. Neither view of where your race falls on that scale implies terrorism or violence. You can believe you're better than others and merely want to be left alone. You can also believe you're inferior and be violent. Exactly. Yeah, of course. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. No, no, you're right. Um, but again, they don't talk about those other, they don't talk about other demographics. They don't talk about other Nothing political in there. views. Nothing. It no, was right. just white people who are I mean, right and right leaning that are the problem. Again. Oh, it's so obvious. We've, we've seen fucking cities burning like yeah. the, over the last year since the George Floyd protest and BLM. Like Cop people killing, murdered in the streets. 
Man. And they have the audacity to to focus on the one group that have nothing to do with mm -hmm. any of this, right? And so that's the if we could just get rid of those people, then yeah. we'll we'll make it. But no. yeah, government to, are the real terrorists. Wanted to show that's this. Uh, no, no, I disavow. Government is our <laughs> friends. We love our governments. We will always obey whatever they tell us to do, right? <laughs> Uh, and 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 so I wanted to focus on this here, the the change that's happening too in the last few years that the media, who again think of the main thing I was alluding to earlier, intelligence, Operation Mockingbird, media is now the you know fifth fifth estate or fourth estate, whatever they call it, right? Um, the fifth pillar, and. Uh, this is an interesting article, Tablet Magazine, how the media led the great racial awakening. Now, from our perspective, this, of course, means propaganda, right? It means inserting narratives which aren't there. They, in other words, they have created these things. Look at the uptick in the language used by some of the biggest media companies uh, on the planet, frankly, right? The New York Times is, of course, the so-called gold standard, right? <laughs> Of, of journalism. Uh, I know my super chat thing is kind of covering the the, tip, the top there. Let me scroll down a bit so you can see. Racism is the, 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 the term of racism. So you can see at the top here. Uh, look at the look at the increase uh, after the 2010s, right? The teens. Uh, by the New York Times, LA Times, Washington Post, and Wall Street Journal. A little bit less so in Wall Street Journal, but look at the New York Times and the LA Times right mm -hmm. there. That's that's in, uh, Washington Post, I should yeah, say. Yeah, it did seem Washington like it was Post. just kind of overnight. It just it just went boom. Insane. Look at White yeah. privilege, top left corner, um, bottom left corner, racial hierarchies, whiteness, uh, top right corner, white supremacy. Look at that. It, all of this is this is an inflated, created fake narrative that has been whipped up by the media because they they knew that they were going to go to war with with white people, right? Yeah. Here's some other terms: white, just the term white people. Uh, and and uh, racism. But there's here. a boomerang effect because, I mean, you and I, we, we, you know, coming from a truther background, we like to study messages and propaganda and, and mind control and, and uh, subversive messaging and all that. Yeah. And what was the trend that we noticed? Because of the media and entertainment and all this, oh, right. anti-whiteness, right? Oh, yeah. they hate white people. Oh, oh, that's right. I'm white. <laughs> like, yeah. So it does have a boomerang effect as well. I mean, from their perspective, it, it's also kind of smart because it means... If you if you fake this, so to speak, if you ramp up an artificial battle or a war that isn't really there, you will create people that will oppose that. And by those people opposing that, they effectively, from their narrative, they are now creating those enemies which they didn't have before. See, look at all these white people who don't want to be replaced. Look at them. They're a big problem. Um, and, and so, in a way, you could say it's smart in the sense that they, they pull people out of the woodwork. But, but the bottom line is... If they wouldn't have touched this, it wouldn't have been a thing. Largely, I think. I mean, it's, sure, maybe through yeah, mass immigration you, over time, it would yeah. still be an issue. I'm not saying it's, it's completely agitated and made it way worse. Uh, I'm saying if sure. we if we had ethnically homogenous nations still that we just had a few decades ago in most European countries, all of this would have just been. It wouldn't been a case. Yeah. It would not have been the case, right? Mm -hmm. But so all of this is, is manufactured. It's the global elite. Uh, that want to homogenize our planet and and make everybody the same, right? Mm -hmm. Thinking wise, race wise, uh, culture wise, uh, and just be in their control, living in their sardine pods, eating the bugs, yeah. shutting up, getting the dildo. And right? we so, stand in the way. White people stand in the way of their big plans, right? Yeah, yep, that's Total right. Total control, right? By the way, Jimmy Fallon said the Rosenbergs were spying for the Soviet Union. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's right. There was the Soviet. Union. I thought it was Israel for some reason, but I get. I, well, that makes more sense. Soviet view, Union. But that's right. Thank you for the reminder. Uh, Conrad right. Kurz, I made a mistake trying to warn others about the death of my cousin on a local forum. Oh, this was about the vaccine, and was immediately attacked for being a denier. It's of funny course. how they use that term. 
no, denier. Uh, these people really never will wake up. They're totally gone. It's truly sad. They're willing to roll the dice with their loved ones uh, to go virtue signal. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. Some people are just gone. Yep. It's sad to say. It's sad to say. But what are you going to do? You can you can just show them the door. You can't force them through it. And again, put, put, don't even focus your uh, time on that. Then, frankly, or your energy. You might want to because they're a relative or something, or a good friend. But uh, in most regards, if they don't, if there's no if there's no spark there of of wanting to know and understand the greater reality that they live in, just sorry, but just move on Whatever. to someone who so, wants to You know, to the listen. truth has always been for a small few anyway, right? I guess so. <laughs> Lycan so. Warrior, uh, Take Two Take two Game Publisher had an hour-long Zoom presentation, I'm sure that was wonderful, yeah. at E3 talking about diversity, equity, inclusion in the games industry. Not one thing about actual games. Yeah. <laughs> of course. Yep, no, of course. Uh, let's see, JP, Lana, Lauren Witzke mentioned you yesterday on True News. You're getting banned. You're getting banned from payment processors. One red pill with her on True News is that she is red pilling the Christian evangelical boomer audience on the ongoing white genocide, and she's bringing that point. She even named them last week. Yeah, she, yeah, I mean, she true, knows true stuff. News is kind of. A, I mean, they're they're yeah, they're they're, they're already regards, there right? on I mean, a lot of things. Uh, it would be better. I mean, it's good, but uh, it would be better if you can get on like uh, uh, what, what, <laughs> what do they call like uh, hey John Hagee or something like that show or like uh, the CBS with the Christian Broadcasting System or something. Yeah, those are really the people that need. True News is kind of there already. True News. True News. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you meant to say that. <laughs> Right. No, they're good. Oh, they're good. No, I'll I, to, know, I know. I'll have to reach out to her again because she was supposed to come on and then it just <laughs> didn't work. Maybe she's ready. Oh, Maybe she's ready for me now. Oh, boy. Yep. <laughs> okay. Um, one more, though. Yep, Future okay. Street. This is the, the suite again. Sorry, mm-hmm. just have one of those days. Buy C Chair 10. Uh, Bias E. Horton? <laughs> <laughs> what did I just say? I probably shouldn't say it out loud until you tell me because... <laughs> <laughs> All right, I get it. What was that again? I got to read that. That's See, fine. that's a problem. Like, I can read. Take two. Was that the one? But I don't Which always understand it? it, so that gets me in trouble. By C. Sheraton. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's like Havit Lurk. I think Future Street. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, <clears throat> yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's what uh, babies do. Uh, anyway, yeah, that's funny, though. Uh, I do like that. Thank you, Future <laughs> Street. That's like, a good laugh here in the show. I appreciate that. All right. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, yeah, so let's talk about this one here. Uh, so Ka- Carolyn Boruzensko, Senko, uh, we, we've, uh, some things that she's revealed over the last, I think, year, year and a half or so. Uh, a couple of those, the the, the bigger things uh, we've we've covered, and uh, on on average, I thought that that was pretty good. And yes, she's helping to expose the system and stuff like that. But now she's kind of made a, a heel turn. Maybe she's always been on this page. This is, I guess, to preface it, kind of also what happens a little bit when you have pink-haired, maybe uh, I don't know, uh, non-heterosexual uh, progressives <laughs> joining the so-called conservative right-wing movement. Right. Anyway, she, all of a sudden here. She, there's been tremendous pushback against critical race theory by many conservatives, right? And many of them have, of course, have this, the boomers have said, well, that's because it goes against ML, MLK's, you know, message that we all want to live by. And then you say, well, but he was a communist. That was to mm-hmm. alter America so that you could turn it more communist than anti-white, you know, but no, no, that's not the case. 
uh, I'm not against, of course, uh, treating races, you know, equally, and and I would love to see white people, you know, included on there that too. Yeah, and, everyone's being treated know. equally except for white people. Yeah. Like we <laughs> so 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 the point here is, critical race theory is exclusively anti-white. There's only one boogeyman weaved into critical race theory. Critical one race theory, blamed. as you know, comes from critical theory, which is Frankfurt School, which is that were booted out of Germany in the 30s. That went to Columbia University in New York City. That's where they set it up, and then mm-hmm. they had their long march through the institutions. The world we live in now is because of the Frankfurt schools, right? The Frankfurt school, their ideology, what they wanted to push. They wanted to undermine Western society. And why? Because that was a threat to them, right? And they so, thought it, they, they th- thought they needed to fight fascism or potential fascists to prevent another what happened in Germany. Right, right? even like the so that was the, the, free, the freaking out about that constantly. I mean, they were open about all these things too. Yeah, even, even the father in the home was seen as a he's a, the upholder of a facet, fascist structure. Fa- so we have to have feminism and yeah. all that stuff. But most of it, there's sure there's some anti male things. There's some you know Western or whatever. But as we know, it was the the, the white men that created the Western world. Right, that that's and and that also stands in the way for their little globalist experiments that they want to uh, pull, pull out of too. But anyway, so she was freaking out here and basically turning on the people exposing, maybe not exposing critical race theory, but those who say that it's anti-white. Of course it they, is. They are now the problem, according to Carolyn Borisensko, that it's dangerous, right? Listen to this here. If you are screaming about how critical race theory is anti-white, you're not only hurting the fight against it, but you could actually facilitate the start of an actual <laughs> white power movement. So defending yourself from lies is dangerous. So just ignore it and shut up and let's talk about irrelevant things instead. Because So again, you, let's say then, what would this lead to? And this is basically, we've, we've got that confirmation that we mentioned. And I think it was maybe in one of the Weekend Warriors show, show our members will remember. But we talked about the... Uh, What's the deal with Barry Wise and you know I mean all those people? There oh, yeah. And then I realized that this made it click. They are seeing that white people are awakening to their discrimination and, and to the anti-white like system, that. and they and they don't like that yeah. because why? God forbid that white people all of a sudden wake up and start organizing on an ethnic level in the same way that but every other group is. Is, is organizing. And again even encouraged to organize on that level. That's a wonderful thing and that's beautiful and they should do that. But it's like off limits for white people. And then the excuses, why? What about the Holocaust? You know, kind of thing. It's always that, right? It's always like whip out the card of say, well, you did crimes in the past. Yeah, because no other ethnic group have ever done anything wrong historically. They didn't enslave each other. They didn't kill each other. There was no Mm -hmm. like mass murder campaigns of different competing ethnic tribes in Africa or in Asia or anything like that, right? It just didn't happen. Or the native uh, Indians or something in Americas, right? Um, I love it too how anytime a white person defends themselves and takes their own side and worries about their people and their children's future, it's a it's a white power movement. Well, she's no different than these liberals. Then, if you're if you're concerned about your children's future, if you don't want white people being replaced, you're advocating for this superiority of the white room. Yeah. Get out of my face. You're no different. So she made a video about it. I thought we watched the first, what, a couple of minutes at least. Stop oh, that's referring what she looks like? To, yeah. Stop, <laughs> okay. refer, and then ironically, make Orwell fiction again. She has the ball cap on, which is like, well, you're you're literally like memory holing like the issue of the main issue in critical race theory here by denying that it's anti-white. Stop referring to critical race theory as anti-white. It's not nope, only not wrong, it's dangerous. <laughs> 
She got it on ratio. But it's not dangerous to sit there and just shit all over white people and program kids to like hate white people, blame white people for everything, destroy everything they've built, ruin their future because they're going to come and oppress you otherwise. That's not dangerous. Let's listen. Okay, listen, we need to we need to have a serious conversation about something that's going on right now in the fight against critical race theory. And I'm just going to say so the, uh, you might be. Oh, well, why are you even this is a crazy liberal progressive. It's like, no, no, she's a she's like a MAGA conservative. Right. Well, supposedly. Anyway. Yeah. And I've seen but, a lot so, of them t- having issue with this anti-white because, oh, my God, you're talking like those white supremacists she, by saying anti-white. She, she's done some good things in the past. I mean, she's exposed some some. She's the one who brought up the, the Coca-Cola. This, uh, but they don't follow through. No. Stopping white or what they was it again? Le- be less through. white was Coca-Cola's campaign. She was one of the uh, women behind uh, pull, pulling that lecture that they had internally mm-hmm. out to mm-hmm. the to the world. At the, at the front of this video, I'm going to get frustrated in this video because there are people in this fight that are behaving grossly irresponsibly. And if I'm not directing it at you, then my frustration is, if you are not doing the things I'm gonna talk about in this video, this is not directed at you. It's not. But for those people who are doing things like calling critical race theory, like thinking white people have rights too. Wait, does she have children? I don't know. Very Probably not. And not. trying to frame critical race theory as an anti-white movement. You need to stop right now. Why? You need to stop. <laughs> it is not helpful. It is okay, not right going now. to advance this fight. It is not going to win anything. Oh, what yes, it is. Going to- yes, yes, it, it yes, is. Yes, it is. Absolutely. Yes. You got to always Puts just the nail tell the right truth. on the head and calls it for what it is. And that's what you have to do with these Marxists. Yep. You have to expose End them do- dead in their tracks. Is creating an actual white power movement in this country. And th- that's not even the only reason. The first reason that we shouldn't be framing this as an anti. No, okay, so the. The if she truly was concerned about that, what if framing it this way then of saying those who are obviously attacking white people are the ones creating this so supposed then white power movement? Not even that she can do, right? Of saying, okay, I'm not going to cast blame at the people who just woke up and realized that don't they want to be don't want to be erased and shat upon and have their kids be a violently resented minority in their own countries maybe that's maybe it's not their fault they're just they're angry because they just realized what's going on here anyway we don't have to listen to the rest of this you you get you i, I get the uh, idea you know, this is this is always where it stops so with a lot of these cocks it always stops right here they can't just put the rest of the conclusions together and follow through let me, let me spell because it of out. all yeah, this programming that has just stopped, built these walls and it's like they, they don't even realize that it's been put there also by the media she's talking just like liberals too here make this perfectly clear white well-being uh white people having rights is not a it's not equative with a white white power movement right <laughs> you wanting to have the same rights Equality. as other races or being able to do what other races or ethnic groups do be that organizing or doing things that's good for your group or whatever none of that means that you're going to round up mm-hmm. and kill people that are not of your race yeah. no, none of that means Absolutely that but that absurd. that's what they're running with and 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 they're and so they're that's what they're Strong using man. as a weapon against us so that we can't uh defend ourselves against against what's happening right um did you have any uh, more there? <laughs> yeah, let's see. Cuck-free zone. Uh, even if white people were inferior in every way, I would still want my people to survive and flourish. Of course. Uh, love of focus, nothing to do with being better than others. Exactly. We say no, that all the time. But nope, if you nope. as a white person care about white people's future, you're advocating for the superiority of the white race and you're now a domestic terrorist. 
That's crazy. Well, in numbers, you got to do it in big numbers. What are they going to do? Arrest uh, 70 million people? Yeah. They'll try. Yep. Uh, Conrad Kerr's Nick Fuentes went on a rant about white genocide, stating either you're pro-white or anti-white, yet still won't have someone like you or Tim Murdoch on a show. <laughs> Grifter actually trying to make a difference. Thoughts? Well, I mean, it's kind of interesting, right? Of like, um, yeah, Laura Loomer and uh, what is was the other? Um, on the Catboy? Uh, yeah. yeah, the cat. <laughs> exactly, the Catboy, Laura Loomer stuff. So I, I, I don't know what the what the what the spin is there, or what I, I really don't care. Like, dude. Go go on, do do your own thing. That's yeah, fine. I, I, mean, I really don't care. Um, I don't care, but it is interesting we, that there are some yeah. people that can talk about some of the same things that we do, and we've been talking about it longer. And then they're oh, well, I can't talk to those people. Like you're talking about it right now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I wouldn't want to come on a show. We we after he was um, when was that? We sent him an invite. Was it after? Uh, was it after the no fly thing? Or was it before? There was something else that happened. I forget what it was, kind of thing. And, and it's fine. Maybe he didn't see that or whatever. But it, it's very interesting that uh, there seems to be, and, and maybe maybe it's the religious aspect where since we're not Christians, um, I mean there are a lot of uh, Griftians out there, right? It's it's this new kind of Griftianity. I mean it's it, that's mm -hmm. just what it is, and it's a very and I'm not shitting I on people that have a different view or religion. That's the problem, and, and actually, yeah. at the end of the day, I think. You, you'll be much better off thinking that you have God on your side and you're doing the right thing as opposed to being a, a, an atheist or not believing in any of that. So it's not about shitting on like the specific religion, but it's this you know new kind of trend that it's like... I can't talk to you because we, you're not a Christian. Right? And I don't even even know, though you could be on the same page about a lot of things, I think that is the big thing there is the, the Christianity, right? Maybe. We, I don't even know, right? Because it hasn't well, been for a, some, a, for some a, people. a clarification I, I don't know about that, him but specifically, yeah, but, but, but some people but it's, in that. And, and, and I love Andrew Torbay. He does fantastic work. He's been a very important uh, part of making people to be able to continue to have a voice and all that stuff, right? But I see a little bit of this kind of, and again, it's not shitting on him or his religion, really. It's just pointing something out, which... Which I think is just not true at the end of it, and that's why I would like to mention it. Which is that, uh, and I saw a little bit from Lauren Witzke as well, and, I, and I like the work the and stuff. They're, they're, part. they're yeah. you know, they're targeting Christian Americans, and it's and, and and maybe it's a euphemism where they're trying to not say that they're targeting white people, but if 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 it was only about the Christians, they wouldn't have banned people who are not Christians, right? But they still do. The, uh, what I would like to make the, the the distinction here is that if you are a white person that say no. That's when they're coming for you. And mm -hmm. they don't care what religion you are, if you're a pagan, if you're an atheist, if you're a Christian, even if you're a Muslim and white person, whatever. It doesn't matter. It's not about that. It's not about the religion. And I think it, maybe it's a little bit part of that kind of wanting to have have a little martyr thing. Or I, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm overanalyzing. I'm really no, not sure what's driving that. Is part of the uh, elite and the forces out there, are they anti-Christian? Of course they are. Absolutely. They're, they're, they hate that because I think they see that as a uh, as a white kind of um, delineation in a way, right? Mm -hmm. It's a, Christendom is like is is associated with Europe, right? So that or Western civilization. To but, they, but they so also, that's why they target it. But they also hate people that uh, respect the Norse traditions. I mean, uh, for instance, ADL has put Thor's hammer. I was in just there. just thinking about that. Let me let me see if I can find yeah, that. If you exactly. think exactly the very good point, and I was just I have it here. Let me pull it in here. If you think that this is about uh, just attacking, as far as I know, the ADL has not a single Christian cross on their website as a hate symbol. But they do. But, look but at this. if there's like some Nazi hanging on it or something. Okay. Okay. So maybe. <laughs> or a swastika so maybe off one of it there. Or but, but the point yeah. is here, when it comes to the ADL, they're just taking Norse 
alpha like Norse the Norse alphabet now is yeah, now a hate symbol right just straight up like the Odal rune the Tur rune the Valknut um, any of these old symbols of these, right? like all of that okay that's hate so it's not just about Christian. so that's that's obviously out of the Christian realm and the point is they target that and hate that too so it's fine no beef with them they do great work we love them it's all good um, but I just don't think that's true. That's the point. It's like it's it's fine, but they're targeting white people and, mm-hmm. and white people's religion, white people's culture, white people's heritage, and all that stuff. That's what they're doing. Uh, anyway, I don't know how did we get on that trail. Was that a super chat? Oh, someone maybe? asked something. Oh, the, yeah. uh, the Fuentes thing there. So anyway, uh, it's all good. Uh, I really don't care. Uh, they do their thing, and we do ours, and uh, we have respect for them. I don't know if they have for us, but it doesn't really. I don't give a shit. So. Um, Okay, any others? Okay, a couple yep. more here. Yep. Michael57DE, Jason Kahuna, no white guilt. I did a live stream earlier today, and I think he's saying you're not, and you're not an asshole. <laughs> well, thank you. Well, that's nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then in the next one, a, a stupid smartphone. Okay, anyway. Oh, is it auto rape? Um, yeah. <laughs> Robothink, I was talking to a flat earther and found out most of them are jaywoken aware of white replacement. I was surprised. Interesting. Hmm. Flat earth for the win, eh? Hmm. <laughs> Uh, Black Phillip, off-topic, Henrik and Lana, but I was wondering when you moved if you saw any evidence of BlackRock buying up properties uh, for over-asking in Idaho or some. elsewhere. Yeah, we've seen Not some. really. Yeah, I mean, I, I know realtor friends and all that, too. It's just it's it's just a white flight. It's mostly a lot of there Californians, is, uh, people coming from Seattle and Portland. So it's mostly people putting – yeah, I know. I've heard about that. But here it's been – it's mostly just people dying to well, get in here and they're paying no, big no, money. No, no, sure. But no, think to now. Do it. There are holding groups and things like this that are buying up a lot of uh, – um, houses and they're yeah. renting them yeah. out there's a lot of uh, big firms that are just in the business of renting and, and if they've you, always and been, if you drill they've down always been there yeah sure but if you drill down you realize that oh this company is just uh, like uh, is part of a conglomerate or a holding company of a bigger financial investor such uh-huh. as blackrock but uh, the, the other thing that's different in northern idaho is people I, i've heard several stories of sellers who are more uh, particular about who they sell to, to. Yeah. like they they want to know who's buying it like a, a few friends said when they bought their place the the seller said it had to be a someone who was going to have a family or already had a lot of kids who was conservative so you know hopefully yeah. <laughs> they're not buying up everything right right so. yeah exactly um okay uh, let me see here. So yeah, so basically we, we're talking about this thing. Oh, this oh oh, the system is not is not anti-white eh? or critical race theory or where we're going. Just a quick mention about this. Uh, I have it in your latest video. I've been working on that. I worked on that all night yesterday. It's gonna be a good one. Uh, yeah, I have like one. I was I wanted to finish it last night and I had like one minute to go of the editing and I was like, God damn it! But it should be out tomorrow. I think tomorrow at the latest. Uh, I think. Monday, due to the fact we're doing Weekend Warrior and it takes so long to you know, produce that for our members because we want to do a really good job at that. So definitely check out those shows, by the way, because they're uh, well-produced, more well-produced than this. Uh, but check out this little reminder here regarding how the system is not, uh, oh, oh, it's, oh, it's not anti-whiteness. Uh, well, imagine, no, no, there's been articles written when people like us receive a $100 Super Chat donation, uh, right? $50 even. So according to the latest record here, and this is, is right in the way there of the the, the, uh, the Super Chat windows. Let me pull it down a bit. McKinsey and Company. Let me pull it down so you can see that. In their new article here, it's time for a new approach to racial equity. Listed what they think is the latest assessment of corporate America's pledge to BLM and other related so-called racial justice and equity groups and things like that at this point. Monitor commitments from November 1, 2020 to May 19, 2021. Remember, that's not even like within the 
George, at the, after the George Floyd stuff. Analyzing the announcement financial commitments, more than uh, 1,100 companies, and they committed nearly $134 billion. Holy. Combined with our earlier estimate of $66 billion, we found that companies have dedicated $200 billion Jeez. to increase efforts towards racial justice since the murder of George Floyd. And, and what does that mean? Where does that money go? Just giving them free sheet, basically, right? So, so there, there is some, um, to throw in some balance in this too, the arguments made by some people is we where is this money? We haven't seen all this money. That's something in the tune of 250 million that people have accounted for of these 200 billions that have been pledged. But even 250 million, it's kind of good. That's a quarter of a billion dollars, right? But 200 billion is just off the charts, right? Um, but the, but the point as well is this is also then after and from a movement that targeted and beat up white people in the streets. There are mm -hmm. charred bodies in stores up in Minneapolis that were found after these riots dollars. where they're saying, I want to characterize this, uh, this pro it's mostly a peaceful protest and they're just a little bit, you know, for the most part, uh, just a little unruly, right? But that's, it's not, it's not that like they were going out and like murdering people or something mm -hmm. like that, right? It's like, uh, there's, uh, there's bodies in the wake of this stuff. So, that, so that's fine. Go out and murder. Uh, kill people, burn down cities, 200 billion. You get a $100 super chat, let's write an article and ruin your ability to uh, to run a business for the rest of your life. Yeah. And and I just don't totally even get how they just still think, oh, this system oppresses me and corporate America is racist. And it's like, they literally all are giving money to this crap. Yep. $200 billion. Can you imagine $200 billion going for poor poor white people yeah, <laughs> in America? Yeah, Here's a, a, a more to, on the critical race theory, real quick mention on that too. Um, Brandy Zadrozny is a, a, an embedded Antifa journalist uh, mm -hmm. who are working at uh, NBC or slash MSNBC. And uh, she's, she's frustrated that critical theory is now like the new Antifa. In other words, she's being attacked. But I said, okay, that's, <laughs> that's like admitting that it's a violent and subversive terrorist group, in yeah. other words, then, and that's how it's being used. But anyway, she's very frustrated. I love it to have Nazis, that. never a boogeyman. But, oh, you're attacking our stuff now, so it's a boogeyman and a conspiracy theory, right? Of course it is. When, when it's always a conspiracy theory when you nail them on something true. Yeah. <laughs> this, is, this is just another buzzword like a racist or Holocaust they use to try and shut down the conversation and avoid it, right? Yeah. It's just like, you're inciting. <laughs> These are always their buzzwords in hopes to get you to shut up, right? Gabe Lackman, Gabe Lackman on uh, Odyssey says, Flat Earth is a way to discredit people. If someone talks about uh, Flat Earth and white replacement, normies will not listen and label them as kooks. It's very possible. I, I think, really uh, just don't care. <laughs> I think it's. I think it's a. I think it was a big. I saw. It, remember when it came onto the scene and the change and stuff like that. And I think there's some. Uh, I think there were some interesting things behind why it was kind of exploded in the way it did. Really uh, fascinating, but. My argument is it doesn't really change anything. It's the same things are happening, whether we're on a flat earth or on a round earth, we still have the same problems and stuff. And it's like, sure, investigate that, look into it, that's fine, right? But uh, we're, we're still facing the same problems we're facing, right? But yeah, you could very well be uh, be correct, uh, gay black man. Um, okay, should we do this one? Oh my gosh, I mean, what passes as a teacher these days, The I mean, like, like this little loser this guy anyway yeah he's all he's all butthurt because people are attacking critical race theory dude. let's just hear what he has to say he's gonna explain to you 
why critical race theory is a good thing. All right, let's, uh, let's hear him out. So this comment right here is asking me to explain um, why not wanting critical race theory in the classroom is racist. Thank you for asking me this question. I'd love to explain it. So critical <laughs> race theory talks about how the systems that we have, the laws that we have, um, how all of those are designed to oppress people groups. Things like mass <laughs> people which, groups. which which group built those people systems groups. and which people group gr is then therefore trying to hold everyone else down. Wait for it. He's, he's got right. the the kahuna here. All right, here we go. It's incarceration, the prison industrial system, <laughs> the military <laughs> industrial system. All of those are used to oppress people groups. By people teaching this in the like classroom, we can show our kids what systems need to be challenged and thought about differently. Racism isn't going to be fixed by me going down to a kid right here and saying, Hey buddy, you really need to be nicer to that kid over there, even though they look a little bit different than you. <laughs> we can dismantle racism by dismantling systems of oppression, not by being nice to people. When you don't so want he to claims, future generations about basically, how these I was listening to his videos, basically, Europeans built all of Western civilization so that they can import millions of non-Europeans so they could simply oppress them. <clears throat> Everything mm -hmm. we did, every system, all these good advancements we made was just to hold non-white people down. We built all this stuff and then we said, come, don't stop coming, just come till we become a third world country. We're just doing it to oppress you. And that's why millions more fight to come into our countries all across the West to come in and be oppressed. I mean, it's just such a joke. I mean, this <clears> is the, <throat> they think that they can just, oh, I'm gonna sound intelligent and talk about these systems and oppression and people groups and all this. And I'll just fool you into believing my bull Bullshit. Yeah, it's it, it's again, it's it's avoiding smoke some more pot, calling. Man. Well, again, what group are you talking about, right? And this is the reason why we call it anti-white because Everyone it's but just just against white people, right? Yeah, it's like this guy, and I include I include this clip in. I think it's in your um, in your uh, video too. Look at this guy. Here he is. The, the, these are <laughs> the people that are going to come and be suppressed, right, by white supremacy. Mm -hmm. I can't wait. The boat is packed. Where are those white white? And then it's like two white guys helping out. From this man? <laughs> I'll stare at the white guy. That's yes, we want to be oppressed supremacy. by you, one white guy. Well, here's the thing, though. It's not our system anymore. It's been hijacked, and it's viciously anti-white. This activist, uh, he's a fool. He thinks this that this system is somehow best for white people, that white people aren't being incarcerated, that the military isn't turning <laughs> on white people. Hello, I just read a whole thing um, about that like 10 minutes ago. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I should send yep. him my new video, too. These people yeah, just, exactly. Yeah, we'll they just keep we'll running on these lies. Meanwhile, yeah. like real oppression is actually happening to white people. And, and again, the it, real stuff. Is and, and it's this and it's this thing that and, and that's part of the equity thing, too. And, and I know we have a video on that coming up. So that, that's in the pipeline. But, you know, it's like you you, they're they're building it on holding that down white kids right and lifting up the other because they think that will equalize this systemic injustice that was built into the system and it's like as you said in your latest video too it's like every group throughout history have always built things for themselves right they mm -hmm. didn't even know some other groups existed yeah. right and so they, they they're doing what's benefiting to them but now because of multiculturalism and this open borders policy they're using that as evidence that we've done this intentionally to bring them down or to hold them down or something, which is which is insane. But they're running with this, right? We, they're just, running it. we just build these countries that work so that we can attract all these people so that we can become a minority and then oppress them. <laughs> it just, it's, it's, it just doesn't hold up. It, it doesn't hold up. You know, and by yeah. the way, CRT is just the start of their multi-level attack on white people. They have to steal the minds of the young to fulfill yep. their anti-white agenda. That's all that it's about. Yep. And that's why they are up in arms 
pissed off about, you know, parents, and let's get this right, it's parents who are speaking up against this, and it's their right to speak up against this anti-white indoctrination. It's their kids that are in these schools. They're paying the tax money. And I think it's interesting how a lot of the people that are complaining about this don't even have children in school. But no, they want to right. tell you what your kid needs to learn about dildos and anti-whiteness and have all this stuff shoved in their face, you know, and they don't even have kids that go there. Right. Um, Pagan Bear over on Odyssey says, uh, thank you for the library token, sir, says we need to defund the system, get off grid as much as possible, uh, live a minimalist life, homeschool, cancel your cable TV and media subscriptions. They are using our productivity and spending uh, to wreck us. Time for a white strike or we won't win. Listen to why the world eats because we produce. Um, yeah, I think uh, I think there's some truth to that in the sense. that, and, and, But I also think that that's happening. I actually have an article on that later on of basically, since the system is also kind of pushing out those people, they also don't kind of have a, have, a, have a choice. I think at the same time, I think we're in this kind of, you can have one foot in each world while you begin doing something. You can still, if you have a good job, if you make money and stuff, like continue to do that. I, yeah, I think you that's need good. to be there. Pull yeah. in resource, don't just, uh, you know, uh, tune out or just skip out too early either, because you might also put yourself in a position where, you'll have a massively powerful both economic and technological system. And maybe we'll collapse before then, maybe not will happen, we don't know, right? It's Everything is up in the air. But they could basically turn on a bunch of, you know, farmers essentially, uh, white people somewhere, uh, and, and again, you'll get that two-tier kind of society of like vast, like cyborgs essentially of this new race of, we can't even call them humans anymore, post-human uh, uh, era. That have all the technology and stuff, and we because we to a certain extent bailed out too early, right? No, we need uh, some. We need some good guys that are in there who will be the guys who say no. Also, when the yeah, time comes, because yeah. they might be the one thing that holds something back. Yeah, and I, I, unanimous and I get, vote or whatever. You and I get know. your sentiment, Peggy Bear. I think I think that's what I would love to see, but but just strategically as well, it might not be the best thing. Start setting up some of those things on the side, but you don't have to just completely drop out. You know what I mean? Uh, but eventually, I think the system will push us out, so there's no option. But there's why you know you can do a little bit of both at, at least for now, right? Uh, mm. Kind of hide hide in there. It might not be what, what I'm saying is good paying job, get resources, make money, and then help people who are, you know, doing the kind of work that, that we and others do, right? Can't so that do they, it without people doing normal stuff. <laughs> we can't do it without, you know, uh, you know, resources and other people helping out and stuff like that too. So, so it's, it's a fine, it's a, it's a fine line. It's, you, you know, and some people will be more aimed or better suited for be, having a foot in the, in the, in the modern world. And some will be better suited just, you know, skipping out a, entirely and just set up something new basically, mm -hmm. right? Uh, Jimmy um, found us at that critical race theory teaching with the uh, porn stash the 1980s called they want their hair back <laughs> <laughs> pretty much I know. Got that oh glenn the chinaman hello hey, from down under good they can't stop the truth words of wisdom yep. yes they can they can't that's right they cannot they um, try but they can't do you want to introduce this one to us yeah it's just because it's summertime and you know tiktok's always there's so many idiotic things on there i follow this one twitter account that just makes fun of liberals on tiktok and it's about basically how white people can hey, it's tan because it's racist all it's right. racist to get a suntan. Okay. All right. Well, good. I don't like, I like people who are fair. I don't mind it's suntan. Yeah, I like friends who maintain their, their milky white skin. But it's funny. You know? They also think this like, white people can't go out in the sun. They'll die. Oh, you know what I mean? It's like, oh, come on. Like, the, what what the hell are you talking about? And like, and like we can't go outside and enjoy activities look, and get some vitamin D and, and get a tan in the process. Look, yeah. it, it, oh, if, my God. If that's you, crazy. 
if you as a white person sit in an office all year long and then you have your two or four week vacation and you step out in the july one sun especially when you're in the nordic countries yes you will get burned don't get me wrong you will get burned right because we have less melanin but at the same time if we live the way we used to it kind of speaking to pagan bear here too you were outside you were you know whether you were uh, taking care of the animals or plowing the fields whatever Getting you were doing vitamin d you would that get sun dose. slowly would build up and you would have a fun look at some pic- pictures of old people you see some white people they're out working all day they look they're brown very yeah. like and some of them were red too if you even look back in like some of the you know depictions and stuff like that and even mythological record like there was people with like white hair and they were like almost red you know what i mean yeah and that's like you know people like uh, what was it uh, some of the the the, the South American gods and stuff are kind of described like mm-hmm. that a little bit. You, you know, the white feathered White-haired serpent and, and stuff red, and like yeah. red and even Contiki, I think, had that depiction on it too and stuff. But anyway, I'm, I'm just mumbling. Listen to this. Hey, it's that time of year again where white people can't wait to get really tan. And y Latinos también, bronceaditos, quemaditos. Oh, if you're a white person, you can't wait to get super tan and you can't say Black Lives Matter and you're not an ally and you can't stand for your black, brown, indigenous, people of color, friends, and <laughs> family, then do everyone a favor and tanning is not for you. I mean, so, thank she, you. She's just a loon. Hey. Like, we're you. humans. We go outside. We have light skin. And guess what? It changes color in the sun because nature designed it that way. Like, deal yes, with it, it crazy chick. Like, you can't go outside. You have to just wear a burqa outside because you can't get tan because something about black people. It's, it's bit, they're trying to shame you into staying unhealthy by not getting vitamin D, basically. That's what that's, what that's about. Uh, yeah, mental uh, illness is, is a hell of a thing. Oh, God. Uh, so more proof, of course, that we're living in, an, uh, in a pro-white, white supremacy system. Because right now we're totally not pulling down statues of uh, white uh, people that are, uh, you know, our ancestors and white people who build things. That's just not happening. And we're totally not putting new uh, uh, races on pedestals uh, and uh, around cities. Here is a George Floyd statue that was unveiled outside of City Hall in Newark, New Jersey. Let's uh, listen to this. Newark paying tribute to George Floyd with a new statue in front of City Hall. Mayor Roz Baraka, actor and filmmaker Leon Pickney and artist Stanley Watts unveiled the 700-pound bronze statue this afternoon. Floyd's murder at the hands of Minneapolis police last year fueled a global movement for, so, for racial justice. For social and racial justice. And they participated and hope, hopefully it inspires them to become active in the things, the struggles that are happening right here in Newark and right here in New Jersey. And the statue will remain outside like City Hall for Aryan at least one here, year. Yeah. Today's ceremony also honored <laughs> Juneteenth. There we go, uh, Juneteenth. And did you George see the Floyd. woman, was that his mom with the, the purple braids? I'm not sure actually. <clears throat> yeah, maybe. Oh um, my gosh. So yeah, that's uh, more proof Total of white supremacy. Idiocracy. These, these white people are just building these statues to uh, to, uh, to to uh, to complain to to cro- create a complacent uh, movement here of uh, not truly for racial justice. Same thing with this money from the corporate uh, corporate America, like two hundred billion. That's just to placate. They don't they don't really mean it. I've I've heard those arguments, right? Oh, they they're don't. just it's giving just you to, billions to cover up that they're racist. Exactly. That's just it. <laughs> That's what they're and it's like this Juneteenth stuff, by the way, that's just, just oh, only blacks were slaves. Nothing about anybody else being slaves. No, that, didn't, that didn't happen. Didn't happen. Only, only Africans were slaves. Yeah, uh, obviously, right? Uh, I even have a couple of, where's my, uh, 
Which one is it here? Sorry, let me uh, check this here. Oh, I thought I had it. I wanted to show a couple of just screenshots from a couple of books, right? That underline that point too. They're trying to protect. Actually, let's do it after the the stuff that happened in Charleston. Uh, actually, let's do that. But yeah, so they 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 Congress have passed a bill. I'll find the images in a moment uh, to make Juneteenth a federal holiday. So I guess, is that is it tomorrow? Is that when it is uh, tomorrow? Right? Tomorrow, yeah. Um, let's play this here. This is uh, our, uh, lead, our regime leader talking about this uh, wonderful thing. So we can't rest till the promise of equality is fulfilled for every one of us in every corner of this nation. <laughs> yeah, right. But we'll target white people who, uh, who oppose <laughs> what's happening to them. In every corner of this right? nation. Yeah. Yeah. That, to me, is the meaning of Juneteenth. That's what it's about. So let's make this, this very Juneteenth tomorrow the first that our nation will celebrate all together as one nation. Coming together, Lauren. Juneteenth of action blaming white on many fronts. One of those is vaccinations. Tomorrow, the vice president will be in Atlanta on a bus tour helping to spread the word like all of you have been doing Come on life-saving vaccines. And across the country this weekend, including here in Washington, people will be canvassing and hosting events in their communities, going door to door, encouraging vaccinations. We've built That's that part of the Juneteenth now, vaccinating people? <laughs> from day one. But we still have more work to do to close the racial gap in vaccination rates. The more we can do that, the more we can save lives. Today Still also marks the sixth anniversary of the tragic so deaths of at Mother Emanuel Church again. in Charleston, anyway. South Carolina. <laughs> all right, good with Charleston, Dillard oh, Roof, geez. and all that stuff. I don't, I don't want to listen anymore, but yeah, yeah you get the idea. So yeah, signing uh, legislation. Is actually. Let me see if he actually signs it in the. No, he's not. He's just talking. Okay. Um, yeah. So here's here, here's the one. Charleston, South Carolina. Yeah. Well, we've seen pictures like this years ago, but it's been a while since uh, and a reenactment's been done like this. Right. We used to uh, we used to live there. Yeah. Uh, it used look, to be a, at, a really beautiful place, too. Look at uh, look at this here. And what if the roles were reversed? They were, the man. They you were. Don't look at me in my eyes. What's wrong with you, son? And what if the roles were And you keep your fucking eyes on the ground. Walk. He wishes. He, yeah. he wants to do this. Oh, yeah. This, it's, this is uh, what he wants to do. A racial reckoning is coming. White man. What if this was your history? Look at these dudes uh, here. It is our history. Yeah, it's like, it's like so, you, you idiot. You don't know anything about history. <clears throat> he no, just thinks in his, you know, his low IQ mind that only my people were slaves. Only, only, only blacks <sighs> were slaves. Uh, it didn't happen on any other continents. There were not 1.25 million European slaves uh, under the Moors. Uh, that just didn't happen. Uh, white indentured uh, white, servants in America. White women were uh, totally not sold in the Arab world uh, as so-called white gold. Uh, white people were not slaves, or as they put, you know, the PC term, indentured servants. It's with, like, in many regards, those kids that were like stolen from the streets of England and Ireland, they and stuff were worked like that, to death. They were, they were worked treated to death because they only had about seven years, and they just figured, in many regards, the uh, the black people that they purchased, right, from Arab and, and Jewish slave traders. Uh, to work the fields were actually better suited in some regards for the environments that they came to, especially in the southern U.S. But most of the slaves, of course, went to South America and the Caribbean, right? Mm -hmm. um, but they were considered Those, uh, to be, uh, they, they were more expensive, right? It wasn't it wasn't free labor because the people who purchased the slaves the sun, hence the purchased rednecks, them right? for, yeah, for, a, for a lot of money, right? 
White Cargo, The Forgotten History of Britain's White Slaves in America, The Forgotten Slave Trade. There are, there are books out there on that. Remember this, too. How uh, Africans, uh, there's a king in Africa that uh, decided to apologize uh, for taking part of the slave trade. Whenever do you hear that, mm -hmm. right? Nigerian civil groups said that the tribal leaders' ancestors sold people to slavery and should also say sorry. Uh, like U.S. and Britain has done. Well, and by the way, it's still going on in Africa. Does he yes, know that? Is. The guy in Charleston, Libya? does he know that? No, like, you, you brothers are enslaving each other down there? Here's the uh, tribal chief said, we cannot continue to blame the white man as Africans, particularly the traditional rulers, are uh, not blameless. Sorry, it's right behind a, an item there, too. Series of uh, unqualified successes brought the vast... Mo okay, this that's right. Uh, I thought this was the continuation. Also keeping in mind all the millions of people that died in Europe after the Mongols, right? We're talking about like historical evils and all that kind of stuff, right? Uh, these are some of the things that happened historically that we we don't get. There's no apologies, Never. right? No federal holiday. There's nothing. There's not even recognition that, that we people were People don't uh, even know. I enslaved. mean, white kids that grow up today don't even know that white people were slaves at one point. <laughs> they yeah. think it's exclusively an African thing. What? Estimated one million Hungarians were slaughtered during the Mongol uh, army, by the way. This is a penetrated deeper into Europe later, too. There's like one, I think it was, was it one quarter quarter of the population or something. It was one of the bloodiest defeats of the medieval period. Whenever do you hear about this shit, right? Um, so this bullshit that is like, well, if white people organize, they will lead to a Holocaust. Guess what? Other group organized and it led to a Holocaust of white people. How about that? Mm -hmm. um, okay, and so we have, we're not going to spend much on it, but... Weaved into this, of course, is all these football teams now from white countries that are taking the knee at Euro 2020, and it's being played in 2021 because of all the bull COVID bullshit, right? So that's been going. Uh, that's annoying to be, to be watching. Now for a little humorous segment here, too. Double murder suspect yells opening statement as his defense. This is just more of these like lunatics. They're going to murder people, and then they put on a show in the courtroom. Check out this. I'm not guilty to the charges of premeditated murder. It's an unusual defense from an unusual source. <laughs> Ronnie O'Neill III is on trial for killing his girlfriend and their daughter in 2018. Oh, wow. He's chosen to defend himself in a Florida courtroom. He seemed to take many people, <laughs> including yeah. the judge, off guard by shouting his opening statement to the jury. <laughs> the evidence is going to show! <laughs> like watches TV shows or something, right? Drama queen. Prosecutors say O'Neill shot yeah. his girlfriend Kenyatta Barron while their daughter watched. Oh, good. He then returned to his home and turned on his nine-year-old special needs daughter. Psycho, man. Oh. His son, now 11, testified as a key witness after police said he was in the home when his father attacked him, his mother, and sister, and Psycho. then set the home yep. on fire. No, but them uh, racist police, huh? Am yep. I right? Yep. The judge is like, all right, theatrics, you're guilty. Life in prison. And it's all systemic racism in prison. Yeah. You killed your own kid and your wife or girlfriend, and then you're going to complain when you get to prison about racism. 
O'Neill's trial is expected to last two more weeks. Okay, we'll, we'll see. I mean, he, <laughs> more like two days. He, he, sure, he. I mean, obviously, he deserves a, a, a trial and all that stuff. And we'll see. We'll, we'll, we'll see. Maybe there's some evidence he'll present why he was framed and stuff. But uh, <laughs> we have. We live in a system Can where we they're check pretending. Back with this story, we'll, we'll, we'll uh, check back. We'll follow up on this. <laughs> this is one I'm curious about. And uh, and we'll see. But. Uh, Yes, regarding, you know, there's no hearings on like uh, like crime rates, for example. There's no reckoning on those issues, right? These are major issues, right? We've shown some of the massive, uh, the, the shootings that have happened in the last few days, right? We talked about it in the mass Weekend Warrior Show. The murder rate has just skyrocketed, right, in many many uh, uh, cities and stuff. Let mm -hmm. me pull that in and show that real quick. I think I showed it in one of the Weekend Warrior Shows. But just, just to underline that point, uh, let me show that uh, one second here. Uh, do you have an entry in the meantime to take that while <laughs> sure. I'm pulling this in here? Uh, Michael57DE, a Florida go. man has been arrested for deliberately performing a burnout over an LGBTQ pride flag crosswalk in Delray oh, Beach, right. damaging the artwork. Oh, a burnout, like skidding with his car, like just burnout on oh, top of geez. it. And another one he says here, the man is facing federal hate crime yeah, charges. Yeah. That's just insane. Remember you read about the uh, the Hispanic guy? Was yeah, that in his, Toronto Remember or his name like is that? Adolfo? Was this was like a couple of years ago, some Hispanic guy. He stole a, a pride flag and yeah. burned it, right? It was from this, yeah, it was private property, whatever. People steal flags from private property all the time. They don't get 16 years in prison. Trump flags got, that were stolen. Exactly. This guy got right? 16 years in 16 prison. 16 years, yeah. Oh, it's not a, prote a special protected group. There's discrimination, systemic discrimination. And, and in fact, against, the ACLU will uh, tell you it's free speech when you burn an American flag, oh, but course. it's a hate crime oh, yeah. when you burn a gay flag, even That's if it's right. some, some artistic thing, right? Yep, yep. It, it's inc it's incredible, right? Yeah. Here's the uh, the uh, the uh, screenshot here. Skyrocketing murder rates, right? This is so after the pandemic, everything is now opened up again and all that stuff, and there is just people killing out of control, right? And again, if you look at the demographics and the breakdown on some of these, especially in some of the areas that were, you know, like Chicago and Minneapolis and New York, right? Uh, Portland, though, right? That's what most, mostly, what is that, 80% white? That's the Antifa, but there is a black right? population, but they've right. uh, gotten emboldened. But again, look at that, 800% increase of murder rates, no discussion about even <laughs> bringing up Antifa in these documents De of the of white domestic the terrorism. Police, I know, and then look at look what happened. There's insane. actually, and I have friends still around there just telling me just what a disaster Portland is now. Like, yeah. people don't want to live there. And one more, Jimmy Fallis, holy yeah. shit, he defends himself like he's giving a sermon in a black church. That's Right. Free zone. It's true. Yeah. The black guy should ha have hired R. Kelly to def defend himself instead. It would be the same, but with singing. Yeah, it's just he's been watching TV shows, and I'm gonna just pull the racist card. I do myself. I could be better than them white lawyers. What was it? <laughs> um, Post millennial had that story. Uh, how all the riot cops in Portland had uh, resigned. <coughs> Did they? Yeah. Hmm. Uh, let me see here. No, I can't find it in my history. That's too bad. I'll, we'll show it in the Weekend Warrior like show. Like to but make yeah. a statement, basically? Yeah, it's because of the defunding and them just turning on them and they have been they were threatened or something like that. And, in and then response, they can't do their job, basically. They so. all... Uh, I'll, f I'll find it while we'll play this other one here. But yeah, the post-millennial had the story. But yeah, so this is... And of course, this is what they want, right? They want nothing to stand in the way between the commie hordes and the rest of normal middle-class uh, white America, basically, right? Um, so that they will be targeted, and then they take their guns and all that stuff. But uh, anyway, uh, let's check out this other video that you uh, added in. What was this about? Uh, yeah, yeah, this uh, basically indoctrinating kids into this uh, bullshit pronouns, and there's these moms that, well, they're brainwashing their kids and all this gender madness. Oh, good. We haven't, certainly haven't seen any of that over the last uh, couple they of weeks. They want so. it to be so. 
using our new Barbie's Creatable World doll to talk a little bit about pronouns with my four-year-old son. <laughs> okay, so let's get the wig out. Alright, and what pronoun is this dolly going to use? Is this going to be... He's wearing ruffle shorts. He, what is that? A she, or the a they. The boy. Oh. Yeah. They're going to go by they. <laughs> Alright, let's find some clothes for them. What are they going to wear? And they're gonna wear this and this. All right, let's put that outfit on them. Get the house <sighs> out. And are they gonna have long hair or short hair? Long hair. Yeah, is there a vagina or a penis hair. on it? Because that will or solve all those problems. Hair. No, they did a nullo. They're nullo. <laughs> nullification <laughs> surgery. Long hair. Okay. Long yeah, hair. I picked for them. Wow. What a mess. Look at this. That's a great outfit. They're so confusing, it. these kids. They like, look great. They're just pushing it on them. They can't just let the kid be a kid and just play TikTok. with whatever they want to play with, right? Yeah. No, we're going to force this stuff on them. Force it so, on them. Obviously, the kid Confuse will play them. along in whatever you do, whatever right? The but mom then it's says, this incredibly yeah. contrived effort yeah. by the mom to say, Leading no, you did, have right? to do that. What, what combination of things are you going to have that breaks our gender norms, right? Instead of just like. Take a kid to a kid's store. Or yes. to a, a toy store. And they're going to be drawn. They they're going right? to be drawn to the things that they're drawn to. Yeah, like ninety-nine percent of the cases. A friend the other day was just telling me a story about someone in her family who's like trying to do this gender crap, right? Like, and so her daughter, she's saying, "Oh, I think my daughter, my daughter thinks uh, she's a boy, so we're just calling her a boy now and dressing her like a boy and all this." And one of the aunts and uncles came and brought her like this big pink princess dress, and she's never wants to take it off now. Yeah. <laughs> she's oh, just yeah. wearing this pink princess dress all the time. Oh, it's man. cool what they're doing to them. Just let them be what a mess what a mess uh, i just saw the i had it highlighted and then it, i think it refreshed and disappeared uh tip because i love red eyes i saw there was the message uh, sorry i didn't see your name it, it refreshed and you disappeared sorry man but i do appreciate the little tip over on odyssey um i'll see if i can find it uh, later going back did you have any others uh, uh, a couple more here cuck free zone Continue. mr potato detachable penis <laughs> yeah pretty much cuck free zone potato head yeah i got that <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, um, let me see here. Let me do, what else do we have? Oh, so this one. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about, we're kind of coming up towards the end here, but uh, the, the the big, the biggest gay op of all, right? Uh, shutdown of our electrical uh, system, our, the, the grid, right? A full-on grid attack, a kind of a, a, an attack. And, he, and in a sense, it will be real in the sense that it will actually uh, go out, a global outage of some kind, maybe internet, maybe and or power. Maybe it will last for months, maybe it will last for years, maybe it will only last for a couple of days. We don't know. They'll pull something and even if it's uh, organic, I think they will run with it and they will use it. They'll say, this is a good thing. We can use this just like we're using uh, the coronavirus uh, as, as an excuse to take people's freedom away, take people's liberty, if you prefer that word, away reshape society, uh, bring in more draconian measures, more control, more surveillance, getting in your business about everything, making you comply and shit like that, right? So that's how they use this stuff too. In other words, we need a new world order after this global power, power outage to ensure that this never happens again. We need a fourth Total industrial control. revolution and we need to make everyone a transhuman and an internet of things, uh, you know, kind of device that connects into a global grid. But anyway, check it, check this out. It's kind of interesting. So. So, so Biden, since he's such a smart guy, right, 
the U.S. have accused Russia of being behind all these cyber attacks that we've seen re recently, the colonial pipeline, but somehow, interestingly, uh, the U.S. managed to just get the money back. And of course, as people said at the time, kind of laughing, uh, well, it's easy to, to, to send your money back to yourself, right, if you're the one who actually been doing this gay op. Then we have JBS, um, the, uh, the uh, meat production, the beef uh, producer out of Brazil, who's also, ironically, a member of the World Economic Forum, which is the very organization behind Operation Cyber Polygon, which is this gay op to shut down our global uh, power grid and internet and stuff like that too. Uh, so I think that was a gay op too. Yeah, can't prove it. There's a couple of other ones we'll mention though. But so Biden said, we have all these vulnerable sectors, our infrastructure that is specifically vulnerable. Please, please bro, please Mr. Putin, here's a list. Look at this list. Can you please make sure that you don't attack and he's just laughing, these items? Like, you're right? so full of shit. It, it, this, is, this, is how, this is how dumb, dumb it yeah. is, right? Uh, there's a paragraph here too. Um, President Joe Biden said he gave Russian President Vladimir Putin a list of 16 critical infrastructure sectors from energy to water that should not be the subject of malicious cyber activity. Well, you, know, you got to keep up that lie. That, that Russia men. lie all the time. Hey, Putin, don't, <laughs> don't attack. Can you not attack, not these, attack 16? these 16? Yeah, things, here, this, uh, here's the here's the key. The law has the password as so well. So when it is attacked, so when they do it themselves, and they could say, "See, we told Putin, we told Putin not we to, told and him, he, yep, did. he did. It's he an act of war. Yeah, we gave him the list, and now Russia has attacked us anyway." Um, another global internet outage hits major banks Good. and Screw airlines. Major banks. An hour-long blackout struck several U.S. airlines, Australian financial firms, and other companies with global companies. With the problem being traced back to a U.S.-based tech provider, Akamai. Right, they have their tentacles and everything. Um, don't have to be too long about it. Just know it. There was a, 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 another airline that was shut down. They had services shut down. I'm sure all of this is totally organic and has nothing to do with anything at all. And I'm just a crazy conspiracy theorist for pointing this out. But of course, miraculously, the Rothschild-owned publication, The Economist, also came out in their latest issue here. And they said, the financial industry is a growing focus of cybercrime and regulators have now begun to worry about the possibility of an attack causing banks to collapse. How about that? <laughs> sorry, you can't get your money out. The bank collapsed, and so we don't yeah. have anything left. Oh, sorry, for you. we got we have to uh, just give you basic income now, but you have to do all these things to get it. So. Yeah, broad bandits, they call it, right? Well, it's supposed to be insured, though. FDIC insured. Uh, so yeah, when your but, money disappears, well, <laughs> it's supposed to come back. Yeah, but that system numbers also, on the screen. That system also went down. Uh, you know what I mean? So uh, again, t totally organic. Uh, don't worry about it. And of course, we're talking about this kind of the, the, the World Economic Forum. They're tying to the Sustainable Development Goals, Agenda 2030, Agenda 21. Here's the actual communist leader for many years of Socialist International, mm -hmm. Antonio Guterres at and the he's United rich, Nations. billionaire, right? Uh, yeah. Yes, he is. Very rich. Of course. A Chardonnay socialist. Uh, he was reappointed to the uh, UN as the head, continued head as a secretary general. And of course, Who's in the background right there standing to his uh, right? Good old Klaus Schwab from mm -hmm. the World Economic Forum. The Nazi? And they even say here. <laughs> I love how cucks always the, say that. Yeah. He's a Nazi. No, he's a, he's a commie. <laughs> he's, a, uh, he's a transhumanist communist. Uh, the World Economic Forum looks forward to continuing our close cooperation during his second term to strengthen communism and delivering uh, the anti-white sustainable development goals. It uh, says here in their tweet. Uh, crazy admission of what they're doing there. Uh, and of course, more on this too. Uh, Bloomberg had a report where they're saying, you know what? 
let's just say that the American dream of owning a home is now dead and over. Why even bother? Because as we remember, we recall it, you, you don't need own to own anything, nothing right? and you'll be happy. No, you won't. But someone's going to own it. Someone indeed BlackRock will own it. is going to own it, right? Uh, it, powerful, massive global corporations and investment firms are going to own these And houses. guess what? Then they'll be like, oh, we don't like the things you were posting on the internet, so uh, we're going to evict you. Oh, I'm sorry. You're actually banned from housing now. <laughs> like, there's no yeah. end to where no, this can go. Uh, of course not. Exactly. You're renting. You don't own your own home, right? And again, Screw I mean, that. growing up in Sweden, this was very common. Swedish had this million program, all these shoe boxes that like kill but your soul if you looked at the exactly. building. Exactly. Uh, the um, socialist gulag renting, high renting, rises. Renting, and renting, so. renting, but then yeah. the other thing is then people can't have something to sell or pass nope. on to their children. Nope. Right? Upward. So one of the biggest things, and we talked about this when we talked about how much BlackRock is buying up many of these houses now, upward mobility economically. And yes, I have a little problem with that because it implies that we have to have continuous growth. There has to be a, a ballooning population continuously for you to be able to sell your house more expensively. If you have a declining population, of course, house prices would drop naturally, right? And that's why we've never seen that now because we're we're making up for this problem of European infertility uh, or lack of, you know, a, a strong infertility by importing millions of people uh, into Europe and America each year, right? So that's the reason why. This, so I'm not a, I'm not saying I'm a believer in like, yeah, everybody needs to buy a house, uh, home and sell it for much more money than they bought it from. Sometimes it, it ebbs and flows. It goes up and down. In some seasons, some years, you might not, uh, it might be a bad real estate year, mm -hmm. right? But then that, see, this is the thing, then that opens up the possibility for new families to get in. Look, we can buy a house cheap. We can have a big family. We can have five kids in this house, mm -hmm. right? But you're not seeing that. So it's all manipulated. By the but way, anyway, speaking yeah. of, you know, Russia there a second ago, Putin. So if you live in Russia and you have five children, uh, they'll, the government will pay off your mortgage. Yeah. There yeah, go. they go. do. And by the way, speaking of that, Jimmy Fallon says Biden sits cross-legged like a girl. He might be he a did. NOLO Putin <laughs> man spreads like he has the biggest balls in the world. And I think maybe What he didn't does. you see? Uh, Putin actually rode in on his bear, bear chested. <laughs> you see that? <laughs> he just big dick. I got big Yeah, dick. and isn't he, he step, stepping down now because uh, Biden. he has uh, Parkinson's? Yeah, yeah he's battling right? some Parkinson's. I know if you catch it early, apparently you can stop it, but I yeah. don't know. So I played the clip, by the way, when uh, uh, in the was it no go song? I played it. A very good clip when he's talking about Ashley Babbitt, Putin, and stuff like that, and how the people who have the political demands are not being held as p p political prisoners and hostage in American prisons. They're being treated like a Gitmo type conditions, uh -huh. and Putin. Although he has his own issues and deal with it and stuff, and it's not a solution to Putin is not going to come and save us in the West or anything bullshit like that. I'm not trying to argue that. I'm just saying. I'm really happy that a guy like that brings attention to these things on the international stage by mm -hmm. pointing out the, the bullshit of the America hypocrisy. saying, what about Navalny? What about our, you know, what about our little psyop we're trying to run on you? You're not, you're not admitting him to take over your country. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, so Bloomberg here, America should become a nation of renters, right? So yeah, it's back to not the Sweden him, point. Not, they'll own their mansions. They'll own everything, of course. They'll own more. They'll have more money. And they'll I, and be I was, the landlords. You'll be the renter. I was trying to find the screenshot. I saw it. Uh, maybe it was on Twitter. Maybe it was Telegram. I'm not sure. But it was someone who showed how much the working class have lost because of the pandemic, right? Like the, the numbers in, in billions of dollars. And then they had a screenshot underneath of just how much the, uh, the elite, the global upper upper class that the 0.1 percenters mm -hmm. how much they've made and it was essentially an equivalent number like they, it was literally like they st stole this money from the working class and just gave it to these yep. billionaires that are running the show yeah doesn't matter now though because they're liberals right yeah so 
So uh, renting is is part of their uh, part of the plan to get you in the pod. And right? eventually, they're going to try and make it prohibitive, like they've done in some places in Europe, to build your own home, where it's very difficult out in the country if you can even get land because you're competing with all these other people fleeing the city, and then just yeah. prices are so expensive. Yeah. Yep, hey, exactly. Mr. Noseberg, thank you. See that. And also, Johnny Reb, thanks, Henrik and Lana, for all you do. I hope you and your audience have a good weekend. Good to see you, Mr. Noseberg. Thank you for your support. Thank you for all the modding. Thank you to all the mods over on, on uh, Trovo. We appreciate it. Um, yeah, so d we couldn't confirm if this is uh, a true tweet So I think or it not. is because the World Economic Forum was pushing tiny homes. I, yeah. I went on their Twitter and they had deleted a bunch of tweets, so I couldn't find anything they do from March. Yeah. yeah, they deleted, like, they only had stuff <clears> from May on. So thinking big by thinking small. It shows this uh, white couple with a white baby. It looks like it's in a cage or something. How significant, significantly downsizing our home in tiny homes with all but the bare essentials is the key to building a better, more diverse and less racist society. So basically move over white people. Get in these little boxes with mm -hmm. your, your one kid. I'm surprised they show a white baby there, honestly. And then just let everyone else move into your country and take those big houses you used to live in <laughs> for your big families. The, they're showing a white family because this is the future that they have for they're us. They're marketing right? it for yeah. you. Tiny homes. It's oh, If you look at some of those shows, you can't raise it's a kid in there. 95% are white people. Of course. I'm not, oh my and carbon this, footprint. Yeah, I'm oh. not gonna. I'm not gonna leave a single footprint. Yeah. It's like I was, I was never. I was never here. But it, it used to be this like you go back to the good old days. It's like I'm gonna. I'm going to fucking carve my name into this rock, right? So they can be seen for thousands of years. Like, I want to make my mark on the world. I want to show that I was here. And now it's like, with everything, with all the success and comfort and all these weird mutants that we're seeing popping up right now, which is obviously just a, a consequence of incredible success. And especially, you know, because of, of white men, right? That's, mm -hmm. that's just it, right? Creating these conditions where we're so comfortable that we can spend the majority of our time nitpicking about bullshit that doesn't even matter, right? And getting nerd what, what, do you, what do you think Exactly. What <laughs> do you think is going to happen when, like, the shit hits the fan? Because I think it is, right? I think it, at some point it, it's going to because these systems are not going to be able to uphold. It's not going to be... Who's going to operate and work all this, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I know that they're, they probably want the robots and they want AI or but something to solve this. we're still out from we, that. We're always out, it, yeah. It's, it's, yeah, we are dreaming of that future, but we don't have flying cars yet. You know what I mean? No, no. <laughs> we don't have good robots Where's to the, completely replace us yet. It's, it's raining a lot all night long and then it's chrome buildings and everything is metal, mm -hmm. right? That never happened. No flying cars, no nothing. We got no. a, we got a immigration and stuff. Um, and yeah, so the the point now is the the all these people are like, oh, don't make a footprint. Don't even, don't even. You were not even here. Just right? disappear. That's, just white disappear. People. Yeah, just just. To the world a favor. That's, that's what I'll just want. take this much space. I mean, it tells you how they don't have any confidence in themselves. No, <laughs> none no. at all. I'll play that uh, outro after we wrap up here. I'll play that bug, uh, bug and pod com combo clip again. I played it at the, at the end of uh, the No Go Zone, but so some of you might have seen it. But it's just a perfect combination, com combination of like how they're selling this tiny home and, the, and pod living. Like this is a cool thing, and now eat the bugs, right? Um, so of course, carbon, carbon is life, right? Carbon is the reason, largely, well, many molecules, reason why we're here. But you get the idea, right? This is literally. Carbon dioxide, the plant, plant food, right? The more we have this, the more lush environments we have, the more oxygen is produced, the more life you get, all these things. So, of course, they want to choke that out. Take away carbon, make that the boogeyman. Uh, but now it turns out that we have a uh, BlackRock joining in this campaign, too. See, uh, all these companies, right? 20, 20 million for BLM and shit like that. Um, $7 trillion asset manager BlackRock makes climate change central to its investment strategy for 2021. <laughs> 
Do you see where this is going? Yeah, do, do, of course. Do, 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 you, do you see that they're all they're all in on it together? Mm -hmm. Right. Um, quick mention here too. Just a couple of more things, then we'll round up. Fewer young men are in the labor force; more are living than home. We have a dropout. Uh, men from 25 to 34 year oh, olds. Guys that should be getting married and having kids. Yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, a lot of these are, are white, of course, as well. They're all white men because they're being pushed out yeah, of society. It's kind of like, uh, uh, what was your naming it? Bear? Uh, bear? Uh, forgotten Bear? What was it? Sorry. Uh, uh, you said you mentioned it in the uh, Forever Bear, I think it was, uh, in the Odyssey chat of like this, the white strike kind of thing. Well, that seems to be kind of happening already mm -hmm. in a way, right? They're pushing, the system is pushing that out. And, and then, of course, who knows where where it's going to go from there? But um, real quick here, title of the show today was "Harbinger of Revolution." Check out this here too. The cycle. We'll end with this here. The cycle that we are in right now is very uh, fascinating. Some of you might not kind of you know believe in this stuff. Uh, some of you might be very very aware of of this kind of stuff, right? But we have different cycles of, of revolution. Some are tied to the eighty to eighty four year cycle because that's kind of an average lifespan right now at least of, of, of a human right um, the, the populist movement cycle seems to be around a, every 84 years uh, below that you have a, a quicker cycle the 28 year financial crisis cycle right that comes and some of this might be manipulated some of it might be a reason for something more that we haven't figured out yet scientifically right and then you have a uh, 250 year revolutionary cycle as well now, this is only going back to the American Revolution, right? But there's some people who have, you know, they're into astrology and these kinds of things, and they have kind of correlated and found some of this stuff there, too. Like, America has this big, going through this astrological, you know, reckoning, whatever you want to call it, right? That it's, a, it, it's actually, like, in the birth chart for America. If you, if you go back to 1776 and stuff like that, the, nation, the year the nation was born. So some people believe in this, right? Um, but uh, so we're converging on that now. That's the point right here that you can see in the article. Uh, the current revolutionary cycle, so to speak, that we're in is from 2008 to 2023. And so we're right at the end of that. And so we could be, point is, get, get ready. Get ready because we Stuff could be might happening. be in a uh, in for some rough Feels uh, like it's coming couple soon. of years here now. Uh, uh, as not we this year. I don't think it's all just going to just all fall apart all of a sudden. But uh, things are going to start slowly unhinging, I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, so very interesting. A very interesting article about that. Someone I've seen it before, but someone reminded me, right, that they even see, like, you know, the last World War II and stuff like that, mm -hmm. like 84. It was, like, exactly. So, of course, Hitler is not Trump. But if you look at the media, that's what they figured him mm -hmm. to be, right? Uh, the last populist cycle, we saw Hitler become a chancellor of Germany in January 1933, exactly 84 years before Trump became president, January mm -hmm. uh, 2017, right? There's, like, these interesting hi historical kind of things that, uh, that you can see. Uh, as a consequence of this, right? Um, all right, should we wrap up, uh, Lana? I, I had some cringe uh, the uh, the COVID songs. Yeah, well, you could play that on the way out. I got we a can, split. We can we can play it on the way out, guys. Thank you so much for today. So a couple more clips coming up here. I'll play them right at the end. Some some good cringe. <laughs> EU is launching <laughs> their vaccine passport right now too. They release some cringy. Um, uh, videos and stuff, but I'll, I'll pray it after we uh, wrap up. But thank you guys so much for joining us today. Really appreciate it. We'll be back, of course, uh, with much more over the weekend here. Weekend Warrior Sunday is up next mm -hmm. on RedIceMembers.com. Uh, Make sure that you uh, join us there uh, for much more. Thank you, guys. Anything else, Lana? No, you guys have a great weekend. Have a great Enjoy. weekend. Uh, we'll be back uh, with Weekend Warrior, and then I'll do something Monday, I think, for the uh, summer solstice, 21st. Uh, I'll come up with something like that. But yeah, thank you, guys. Really appreciate it. Take care, everybody. We'll see you guys later. Bye.
Do you love Red Ice? Want more? Get access to exclusive material by signing up for a Red Ice membership. You'll be able to watch Weekend Warrior, our flagship show, the second hour of interviews, and other special feature videos only for subscribers. Were you a member and we lost you along the way? Renew! We love and appreciate you guys and gals and cannot do this without you. Help us be a sane voice, a lighthouse in the sea of insanity. As times get tougher, as people are searching for answers, they're going to need content like red ice. A little of all your support can go a long way. Thank you. Before Easter, we promised to the Europeans that we will do everything possible so that they can gain back um, some normality when uh, planning for their uh, well-deserved summer holidays. So on Monday, the European Parliament and the European Council signed the regulation for the EU Digital COVID Certificate. It is applicable from the 1st of July on but if you want to as a member state, you can sign up early voluntarily. And that's what Belgium did. Belgium allows, as of today, um, to uh, travel with a certificate and they issue these certificates. And here is mine. So everyone who is fully vaccinated or tested negative or has recovered from COVID can get one. And uh, we have right now 15 member states that have already signed up. And from the 1st of July, all 27 member states have to apply these EU digital certificates for the COVID. I am planning now to start my tour through 27 member states for the next generation EU, our um, recovery and resilient plan. And I'm very curious to test and to see how this certificate will work. Thank you.
Backup dancer. Yeah. You know, well, here's what's been going on so far. England got theirs first. Come on, vaccine. We had Project Warp Speed, but somehow our rollout is the worst. This has really sucked. Come on, vaccine. Missed holidays and birthdays. Come on. We need it so we can be it. Hurry up. I'd also like to leave my house soon. Away from my kids. Moderna and Pfizer, they did say. There's three billion doses on the way. So come on, keep them coming, guys. Come on, vaccine. Can't get one for my team. She's too young now. But come on, vaccine. Don't care what's in it. It could be made of <laughs> And I take it. Yep. So come on, Seriously. Like hot dog water. You know, Give think it to about me. What, what has been in my body the last 46 years. Mad dog kiwi lime. It's a thing. I eat Chester's flaming hot fries one giant bag at a time. I've had 10 McRibs. More than 10. And I'm still ticking, so I'm thinking. Here we go. One more time. Whatever. like 10 of those a day when I was a kid. <laughs> when you were a kid? on, vaccine. None of us are that clean. Can you help us? Just come on, vaccine. And that's that. You guys uh, enjoyed <laughs> enjoy those videos uh pretty crazy stuff gonna play two more we'll do the bug one and the pod one i played that last wednesday but check those out too before we uh kind of do the final wrap up here i didn't want to jump on a little bit more here uh i really want to show you you guys those two videos those are good stuff uh just last little reminder here of course we'll be back with weekend warrior next redicemembers.com do join us over there uh gotta do a little plug here at the end uh, sign up over at subscribe star that's a good way if you want to use your credit card also of course entropy stream we have those options just go to redicemembers.com sign up for an account or uh, log in with your account if you have one already and then just click on sign up slash renew and you get all the instructions right there on how to do it but we have a number of ways of course credit card subscribe star entropy and then just send us an email or dm if you're signing up over on subscribe star say that you've signed up and we'll activate your account on redicemembers.com we also have the cash app and also if you're in the u.s we have a uh, e-check or an ACH option, very easy. It's like kind of a paying utility bill as well. Uh, very good option. We have that. Of course, crypto, if you want to use that. And we also have a PO box. Just send us uh, a letter 
in the mail with some other info and of course we'll set that up uh, right for you as well so thank you guys so much uh, for joining us here today uh, really appreciate it check out these two crazy videos uh, regarding pod living and i believe the bug one as well but uh, always good to see you guys thank you so much for your support remember our ancestors are always watching make sure you make them proud of course always be smart and do the right thing uh, don't be rash we still have some time think about this long term uh, there are things we can do to make things better but thank you so much guys for watching once again uh, we'll see you guys on sunday over at redicemembers.com take care how much space do you need to live comfortably you know, 2,000 square feet is the norm across much of America, but how about 200 square feet? Pod living is the way to go, Christy. Yeah, that's right. Peter Berkowitz says he's subletting, but it's not a typical unit. He turned a space in the living room into a personal pod. Pod living communities. But if it's really tiny and livable, that's something special. So an entire trend started. Ashley Marco is slumbering away, but she's not in her private bedroom. She's renting a pod with a whole bunch of strangers. What we're trying to do is housing in the cloud, like mobile housing, but not mobile housing like RVs. Mobile housing is you can have a home anywhere. There's no privacy allowed. I see you, you see me. We he says sleeping in a bunk with no privacy is no problem. Hey guys, welcome to my pod. Check out this hallway of two-storied pods. Each pod was marked with a number. Storage spaces are tucked under floors. Large windows create the illusion of space. The countertops fold out, the steps double as a sofa. The bathtub is part of the living room. Because bunk beds are for kids, pods are for adults, coexist without privacy in these redesigned bunk beds that we called pods. It was a 1,200 square foot space, and I had this idea of putting 10 what we call pedestrians into the space. Take this house, crammed into a space the size of one parking spot. The width between the walls, just inches. Anything that you do here, you're on display. You have one, two, three, four, five, six eyeballs on you, and that's how the community polices itself. Um, you know, if you snore, that's a problem. We call them dinosaurs or dinosaurs. If you're a dinosaur, you're extinct from the community. It also kind of reminds me of like adult summer camp. <laughs> we very comfortably go upstairs to our pod, and you know, we come into our pod uh, with like a balcony view. You get your own pod, but you share everything else. You can put your suitcase underneath your pod. Everybody writes their name on their pods. And again, to make small spaces even smaller. Pod, what do you call it? Pedestrian. Pedestrian. Are you a pedestrian? Yeah, I am. I don't think you want to prevent innovation. You literally write your name here. You're actually a community with names, and everyone gets a pedestrian numbers. You get one plate, one fork, one knife, and one cup. You get half of a fridge shelf. This may not seem like a comfy place to sleep, but it's actually very cozy and blocks out all sunlight, which makes it easier to sleep. I hope you enjoyed this tour of the pod and let me know if you would move into a pod. Would you stay here for eight months or longer or would you consider it? Why are we not eating insects? We're just wimpy here, I guess, right? Why aren't we eating insects? I mean, what's, the, what's the cultural reason? We just have the creepy crawlies? It's a little bit weird, you know, sometimes those exoskeletons are creepy and, you know, if you get a, if you get a leg stuck in your teeth, it's crunchy. We love crunchy. Uh, it's, it's got sort of a smoky, musky flavor. Well, we love that. And so there's not really any good excuse that I could come up with for not liking bugs. Well, let's go eat some bugs. All right. Do they wear cowboy hats and ride horses at cr Cricket Farm? Like ranches. <laughs> micro farming. All right, well, environmentalists are reminding diners that eating bugs is great for the planet. In honor of Earth Day, some New York chefs cooked up some edible insects, as you can see there, yummy. Meet the Palette Pioneers. 
These creepy, crawly converts may just have the future of food in the palm of their hands. Our time has come. Bugs are definitely the future. And this is what they hope to cash in on, what they're calling the gateway bug. About two billion people around the world supplement their diet with insects. Now a new report says creepy crawlies could help avoid a potential global food crisis. Most cultures they actually think of comfort foods like grasshoppers or caterpillars or ants or termites. They pull off a leg and actually there's nice meat in the thigh if you have the legs on there. You can put the whole thing in your mouth and chomp away. I personally like crunching their heads. One, two, three, eat it, eat it, eat it. Some things like cockroaches have little parasites in them. I gotta tell you, this is my favorite bug meal. Beautiful western brown tarantula spiders. And it's a perfect holiday gift. <laughs> Our mission is to raise awareness and appreciation for edible insects through delicious, creative, and educational programming. What we need to address that is a drastic shift in perception from insects as pests to edible insects, something that is delicious. And it's like, help me think of like new words when you're sitting around with your friends and if you're over 21 and you're having a drink, you're like, let's try to think of a new word for crickets for like entomophagy. Let's try to think of a new term for eating insects besides ento, what's that word again? And you guys can really start helping us. We have some yummy popcorn with some gusano worm salt. They are pushing insects as a mainstream food of the future. Here, these are chips, but they're made with insects? Yes, specifically crickets. <laughs> okay, uh, they look like regular chips, they taste like regular chips. Um, tell me how chip technology and cricket technology become one. If we can get people to start eating more insects and less animal protein, then really the world would be a better place. Let's, let's like back up. Right, right, right. <laughs> right, there we go, there we go. So basically how this all started was I was an African studies major in college and I was studying abroad in Tanzania and I met this woman selling fried caterpillars on the side of the street. Put it in my mouth before I could think too much about how it looked and when I bit down my first thought was, wow, this tastes like lobster. Wow. Which actually makes sense because insects and crustaceans are closely related. Where someone dared me to eat a fried scorpion. And so I had the same reaction that Laura did, which is, oh my gosh, this tastes like shrimp. Insects. Then the idea of putting it inside a vending machine was a way to try and normalize it a bit more. Are far more sustainable, they're easy to farm, they don't need much water source, and in comparison to like farming cattle and sort of live food, they are just. They, oh, they're just they, far more they, easier yeah, to... They make far more sense. Yeah. They're also really good for us as well, so they have loads of protein. And they actually taste fine. Mexicans enjoy chili-toasted grasshoppers. Thais tuck into cricket stir-fries, and Ghanaians snack on termites. Chili pepper seasoned crickets, even scorpions. Scorpions still have the stingers in them. So someday soon, you might be chowing down on this sandwich with mealworm garnish then washing that down with a frosty beverage topped with crunchy crickets. These string potatoes aren't complete without adding some dried ants. Barbecue roasted crickets. Mmm, that's buffalo worms. Buffalo worm protein powder. Mmm, breakfast. Barbecue mealworms. Granola. <laughs> with buffalo worms. Greek spiced grasshoppers. High protein pasta. Cricket flour. Belgian milk chocolate covered cricket. Buffalo mealworm pasta. Topped with tomato sauce, crickets, buffalo worms, 
and my nemesis, the grasshopper. We have to fundamentally change our diets if we're going to really take hold of this climate change problem. It's good. I like it. It's not I actually bad. like it. It's tasty. I think anyone would like these. Anyone. I believe that edible insects will be widely accepted and normalized in America within five to ten years. Thank <laughs> you.